7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on uh, IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. That's it. And uh, before we go any further, I should uh, probably wish everybody, um, yeah, happy 420. (laughs) Sorry, my lungs aren't what they used to be. Uh, So, (laughs) uh, uh, anyway, Joe Sandorsis, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, it's freezing here. Jesus. Oh, well, it's gotten a little better here. I can say that, but I don't know. This this April sucks. And, yeah. of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Uh, you're, you're a trooper. You made it here. I know you're feeling uh, feeling a little sick before, but you're, you're here with us now, and we appreciate it. Hi, everybody. I'm feeling better. I had to skip out on, on Resistor Sisters on Wednesday. I was really, really not feeling well. Well, so you're... I'm- we docked your pay. Better. We I docked know. your. I'm yeah. willing to take it. <laughs> you don't have senior enough seniority <laughs> to get paid time off yet. So hi everybody. Hmm. Hi. So, uh, oh God, what is it with this 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 world? <laughs> uh, because you know, as um, I, I I gotta say, I really love this because now the Comey memos. Okay, is Nunez. Did Nunez have, like, was he lobotomized? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the, re- the release of these Comey uh, memos, his, his uh, I mean, really, you, you really want to keep alive the Russian hooker thing? <laughs> well, he did it. He did a good job. He did a great job. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it's alive and well now. The, these Trump cultists, man, they, they, they I I, <laughs> I, don't, I, I I we were out we were out last night. I was highly drugged up mm-hmm. because we paid a lot of money for these tickets. Sure. Um, we came back to the we came back to the truck and we heard that these were released, right? Yeah. And I'm hearing parts of them just just as just normal radio. It's not MSNBC or CNN. It was just normal local radio, and they were reading parts of it. And all I could think of was, who thought this would be a good idea? Um, who, who? Why? Why would you want these memos released? I think Comey put, or, or, not Comey, but Nunez put uh, bath salts in his bar. I mean, it was what? It was Nunez. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, it was Nunez. It was Bob Goodlatte from Virginia, and it, and the third one was Trey Gowdy. Who, well. Who, <laughs> 
might actually be the brilliant in all of this. Yeah. I don't know. He could be punking him. It was one of those Einstein Award type uh, crimes, you know? It was, you know, like the guy that shot the moose above him and the moose died and fell on top of him. That guy. Mm-hmm. That's what they just did. They just we shot should, the moose that was should, right above them. We should just ask Nunez where where his jetpack is. Where's your jetpack, Zuckerberg? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. did they really think that Comey was lying? He wrote an entire book about not yeah. just this, but also Obama and 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 uh, Bush. But did they really think he was complete? They really, they really do think he was completely lying. It's it's unbelievable. It's, I'm, I am honest to God stunned about this. Uh, There's so many things in these memos that just have me shocked. And it's not even just that, you know, well, Putin told me that Russia has the most beautiful hookers in the world. Oh my God. Yeah. So, well, let's start with that. Let's start with that because this is Rachel Maddow talking to, to James Comey, um, about, yeah, absolutely. Exactly what you just mentioned. And it's, it's. Uh, really? It's mind-blowing. We are still absorbing these uh, memos of yours, which were just released as we sat down to talk. Uh, We were discussing the fact that in Dana Bente's notes, which we obtained about his conversation with you, he references the president maybe telling you that he wanted to bring a lawsuit against Christopher Steele. You did note that uh, in your memo, which we found here. Yes. That's why I created them. Uh, The president reportedly (laughs) telling you, I have a beautiful wife. It has been very painful. Can you imagine me, hookers? The president then telling you, according to your own memo, he is bringing a personal a lawsuit against Christopher Steele. As far as we know, the president never did that, but he advised you that he might at that uh, yeah. point. Um, I want to ask you about one other um, um, statement that the president reportedly made to you that's in, your, in these memos that have just been released tonight. Um, this is in your words. The president brought up the golden showers thing and said it really bothered him if his wife had any doubt about it. He then explained, as he did at our dinner, that he hadn't stayed overnight in Russia during the Miss Universe trip. Twice during this part of the conversation, Reince Priebus tried to interject a comment about the redacted and why it was even in there, but the president ignored him. The president said the hookers thing is nonsense, but that Putin had told him, we have some of the most beautiful hookers in the world. He did not say when Putin had told them this, told him this, and I don't recall redacted. I, I want to pause it right there because I love that because he he's he thinks that by saying, "Oh, I didn't spend the night in Russia," so obviously the hooker thing didn't happen. These golden showers <laughs> take hours, right? Well, you have to stay overnight. I understand in that hotel, a golden shower uh, requires an overnight stay. Oh, okay. And a hooker with a bladder yeah. that is huge. Holds a lot of borscht. Um, but seriously, the, you know, I mean, that, that one thing stood out, you know, well, many things stood out in this whole thing. <laughs> but well, that... It's, it's been pointed out that even, you know, Trump has said over and over again that he didn't stay overnight, but he did record that MN video the next morning. Oh, gee. So what did he stay? He just you know hung out on a park bench all night. I I don't I I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Comey was doing too. I don't. I can't. What? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, but there's a little there's a little bit more to this one. Here we go. Um, 
some of this is redacted. The president was conveying this to you at the White House. In the Oval Office. And he told you that he had, he'd had a personal conversation with President Putin about hookers? Yes. Did you believe him or did you think he was speaking hyperbolically? He didn't seem to be speaking hyperbolically. Do we otherwise know that the president had had personal conversations with Vladimir Putin at that point? I can't recall. I think there was public reporting that he had spoken to Vladimir Putin as sort of a welcome, you know, congratulations on taking office thing at that point. I, I'm not suggesting they talked about how beautiful the hookers were in, in Russia, <laughs> but, but I do know there was at least one uh, publicly reported conversation. That would be an unusual first call between new heads of state. The congratulatory phone call to be bragging about the relative value of each country's hookers would be an unusual... I think that's a fair statement. I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, And boy, do you have great hookers. (laughs) (laughs) So... Nice move, Republicans. Uh, There were reports, and I'm sure, Joe, you probably heard them today. Ken, I don't know if you were listening to CNN or MSNBC. A fair amount, yeah, of CNN. There are reports that, um, and I I sort of feel like the pundits and reporters are trying to give him cover for this. Mm -hmm. I want to just put that out there. That evidently around uh, the time that this happened, Putin was giving a public speech to, I think, the head of state of Moldavia, speaking about how Russia has the most beautiful women in the world. And a oh. lot of people are sort of thinking that sort of thinking that Trump might have been confusing an actual conversation with what he heard Putin saying about beautiful Russian women. Like well, I said, I-, I think that they're making excuses, and if that's the case, that makes Trump just a little bit more insane. Well, mm-hmm. I think Trump only thinks real women are the ones that he has to pay to spend time with them. So thank you. Or the ones he blows up. Oh boy. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, a little slow in uptake. Well, you know, it's lonely in the in the White House. <laughs> so lonely, so lonely in the White House. You, you know, you you guys don't know. You don't know how sad it lonely it gets in the White House. Gotta get that blow-up doll. Right. He, he has enough money for a real girl, doesn't he? Well, don't you huh? think Melania might have a blow-up boy at this point? Oh, oh she, I think she has a real one. <laughs> yeah, ah. I think Pinocchio. I think Pinocchio came to life. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. and it was uh, a Secret Service agent. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there was that that security guy from Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. That, uh, That's right. You know, we're yeah. talking about the actual. Executive officer of the United States of America, right? Yes. We're talking hookers and look, Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to the new normal. You just know, the, just not the, normal yeah. to me. Just the it's 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 the tip top. It's the tippy top. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Just the tippy yep. top. Uh, He's the president of the United States. And that's it. Yeah. God bless the United States. Yeah. Oh. Really? Uh, mm. So, <laughs> so th- there was another one. There was another one. And, and this uh, struck me as being um, just absolutely incredible. Uh, and I, I honestly, you know, there was so much. See, the, 
on Monday, there was lots of really short, great audio. Last night, on the other hand, there was lots of really great long audio that, you know, I was like picking and choosing from. And uh, so I found uh, the second clip from Mad Out with Comey. In this one, I found pretty astounding. And she has some great audio clips in here from Fox News about how the FBI started investigating um, leaks from the New York Bureau based on what things things that Rudy Giuliani was saying on the TV. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Giuliani, man, fuck him. And now apparently he's on. He's he's going to end the the Mueller investigation real quick. Toot sweet. He's going to put on his favorite dress and fake boobies, let Trump motorboat him. Um, and, uh, he's going to just charm that uh, Mueller guy. And uh, rumor has it he that might. Perfume, uh, that yeah. perfume was made of. The golden showers of Russian hookers. Sure, yeah. Well, he's um, a he's a walking golden shower the way he talks. Yeah. If he got his lower plate fixed, yeah. <laughs> if he got his lower plate fixed, he'd stop spitting on everybody yeah, when he that, talks. That ain't gold. That's amber down there. <laughs> <laughs> amber waves of fangs. Uh, so <laughs> Rudy, amber waves of fangs, Guliani. <laughs> I like that. So, <laughs> trademark. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have a fun exercise for everybody in the chat room later. We're going to find out what your blues name is. Uh, we'll find out what Rudy Giuliani's is, too. Um, but I think it's Amber Waves of Fangs. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so it, listen to this. This is this is uh, two and a half minutes, but absolutely stunning. Uh, because these people, you know, they, they, uh, they really think that they're just above the fucking law. 11 days before the election, an event that the Hillary Clinton campaign perceives to have landed on them like a meteor in the closing days of that campaign. Two days before you did that, um, President Trump's friend, former mayor of New York, your predecessor as U.S. Attorney at SDNY, uh, Rudy Giuliani, um, said this on Fox News. Mr. Mayor, we got 14 days. Uh, does, Bill, does Donald Trump plan anything except for a series of uh, inspiring rounds? Yes. What? You'll uh-huh. see. <laughs> when will this happen? We got a couple of surprises left. October surprises? Uh, well, I call early them November surprises December. in the way that we're going to campaign to get our message out there, maybe in a little bit of a different way. Okay. And you'll see, and I think it'll be enormously effective. And I do think that all of these revelations about Hillary Clinton finally are beginning to have an impact. He's got I'll a surprise or two that you're going to hear about in the next two days. Right. I, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about some. Pretty big surprise. Oh, yeah, I heard you say that this morning. What do you mean? You'll see. (laughs) So he's not just hinting there, he's bragging that he has advance notice that something is coming. Two days later, you announced the reopening of the Clinton email investigation. And then whether or not we can guess what he was hinting at there, Mayor Giuliani then thereafter did go back on Fox and say, yeah. That's what he was hinting about. That's what he was talking about. He explained basically that FBI agents had told him that announced coming in advance. I had expected this for the last, I, honestly, to tell you the truth, I thought it was going to be about three, four weeks ago. Because um, for, uh, back, way back in July, this started. So this has been boiling up in the God, FBI since I did nothing to get it out. I had no, no, no role in it. Did I hear about it? You're darn right I heard about it. And in, I can't even repeat the language that I heard. Did Rudy Giuliani and therefore the Trump campaign 
um, have advance notice from inside the FBI, from the New York field office or wherever, uh, that this announcement from you was coming? Not that I know of, but I saw that same publicity, and so I commissioned an investigation to see if we could understand whether people were disclosing information out of the New York office or any other place that resulted in, in Rudy's report on Fox News and other leaks that we were seeing in the media. I don't know what the result of that was. I got fired before it was finished, but I know I asked that it be investigated. Yeah. Isn't that some shit? Yeah. That's when leaks were good for Trump. Well, speaking of leaks, that poor interviewer with uh, Rudy there, she must have had like one of those things they wear at Gallagher concerts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or because she, he she sprays just... the whole front row. Jesus. Yeah. He, it, maybe maybe uh, they put up one of those sneeze guards from the salad bar every time he goes on. The... <laughs> yeah. You know, to, to, to go back to that, I know hindsight, looking back, is what it's been a year and a half at least. <laughs> to to slam uh, when Rudy Giuliani said what he said that was really newsworthy and Fox covered it like it was nothing yeah nothing mm-hmm. I mean I remember at the time I, I, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC they all were trying to figure what was he talking about and Fox didn't bother to cover that at all except to make it, you know, except to fluff it up. To really fluff it up. Yeah. yeah. So, it makes me so mad. Uh, I love what Destroyer Kurt said in the chat room about how when Giuliani said he couldn't repeat the language in it. And he says he can't repeat it because his wacky choppers are sliding around too much. <laughs> 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 that is true. That is true. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, you know, so th those are the two that I got from that, because, again, everybody's covering the call me stuff like crazy. I find other people's reactions to it a little more entertaining. Um, yes. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, here, here's one. Here's one for you. This is uh, and this is we're building up to something here um, about uh, and it. Uh, we're going to talk about evangelicals later in the show because there's an interesting report that came out about that those folks recently. Um, but uh, we'll we'll hear about that uh, more about that later. Um, but uh, let's um, let's listen to this. This is David Jolly, former representative from Florida, a Republican representative, um, talking about uh, you know the hey. The GOP, uh, you know, Trump is morally compromised and, uh, you know, well, anyway, I'll just let him say it. I think the takeaway from this is the fact that Vladimir Putin told Donald Trump that they have beautiful Russian hookers. And the question tonight is how does any evangelical stay with Donald Trump in this moment? And this is one of the phenomena of Donald Trump's presidency, to be honest, uh, that somebody who pledges family values is burdened by all of these extracurricular and extramarital activities. And tonight we learn this memo comes out that suggests there are beautiful Russian hookers that Donald Trump somehow is entranced by. You can't get away from that. And, and Don, look, fine. It, it is not a legal issue. Maybe it's a political issue. But at the end of the day, this is 2018, and we are living through an environment in the United States of America where the president of the United States has compromised both likely criminally, but also morally. Oh, wow. Wow. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. 
So that's a Republican. That's a Republican saying that. No, no, he's just a libtard. <laughs> no, no, he's just not a Trump cultist. Um, but yeah, this is. It, I can I can tell David Jolly and every other Republican who doesn't understand why evangelicals are supporting Trump. I can explain it to you because they're fakes. Yeah. They're all go. fakes. All these evangelicals, and I'm not talking about Christians in general. I'm talking about the crazy fundies. I'm talking about the evangelicals. I'm talking about the mega church people. I'm talking about the pro- the prosperity churches and all that stuff. All these grifters that want money. And the reason why they latch onto somebody like Trump is because they know that he's, you know, he's a money bag with teeth for them because he'll he'll go up and say, "Oh yeah, I don't like abortion." But, you know, does he mean it? Of course he doesn't. You know, does the GOP really care about abortion? Of course they don't. Michael Cohen just paid off uh, a woman uh, that essentially to have an abortion uh, who Over got a pregnant from a, Yeah, from a fund from uh one of the chief fundraisers for the for uh the um it was the uh, co-chairman of the Republican National RNC. Committee. RNC. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. So, so, yeah it, was, a, it was that guy. And, and before that, what wasn't Steve Wynn one of the fundraisers for the RNC? Yeah. Oh, also yeah. Also was involved with... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, They're fakes. What? But Mr. Brady was a family values guy. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he? Oh, sure. Yeah, because he, he was paying her to, to just exclusively have sex with him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, he had some values. So... I mean, if it if it doesn't come faker than, uh, it, you know, and, and that I think is the real problem for, you know, Republicans. And, and I'll say this. There are people on the left that I wish we didn't get lumped in with. There really are. There are a lot of um, people on the left who I think are uh, hypersensitive, obnoxious, loud, and, you know, uh, and, and, you know, like... You know, somebody, you know, people on the left, and I'm not going to say who it was or where it was, but I was watching somebody uh, recently who was giving a speech about the, the, you know, Me Too movement, you know, relatively famous person. And somebody got up and because this person wasn't talking expressly the way uh, that they expected this other person to speak, they started screaming and making a big spectacle. And trying to say that they were the, the you know the woman who was speaking was taking away from another group, and to me I was just like, pick your fucking battles, you know, because that to me just looks like oh the heckler that went to to scream at Comey, oh you're gonna be arrested. I don't did you guys see that one? This uh no, on, I online moocher uh who claim I don't even know who she is. She's 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 an idiot. But, you know, basically she went to Barnes & Noble. Yes, they still exist, folks. Um, and James Comey was was speaking to a crowd. She comes in. She starts screaming, you're going to be arrested. We're going to arrest you. You're going to prison. She puts a video up, and then she asks for Patreon donations. So basically, you know, <laughs> a Trump cultist that doesn't want to work. Um, you know, so, so, you know. And there are a lot of people, and here's the thing, too, is I know a lot of these people that I disagree with on the left, you know, the far right, or I'm sorry, far left, like, you know, 
people there okay <clears throat> i'm not an animal activist i'll just give an example people who would you know break into you know a farm or a laboratory or something like that to free animals you know something along those lines i don't agree with that you know um uh, i i I understand where they're coming from. I understand their, their compassion for animals and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I don't like being allied with them. And I, I feel like I'm just, I'm just being an asshole right here, but they're, they're, they're really, there really are people there are, there's, there's like, I'll give a great example right now. Evangelical atheists. Okay. (laughs) Some, some of them aren't. It, it, yeah, so so I'll even separate politics out of it because there are atheists on both sides of the aisle. Obviously, I think a lot more are, are left or center, you know, libertarian type people. But, you know, evangelical atheists, the people who, you know, just want to scream at people and say, oh, it's a fairy tale. Ah, oh, there's near, you know, and just be nasty. You know, and I make off color jokes about that, you know, here, you know grandfather in the sky up heaven's chimney all that stuff but that's that's dedicated to these literalists out there like the fundies so but you know those are the people the 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 people who go out and they just intentionally you know i rationalists atheists i love them i love them to death i love hearing when people try and put them down but when they start putting people down that really pisses me off you know so so that's that's the kind of thing uh you know and i don't know you said when you said pick your battles, yeah, I think I think that right there, that is the crux of what I think you're saying. I think you're saying because I felt the same way at a certain point with, and it's a group that I I, I still respect, but I had to back away from mm-hmm. Code Pink. Code Pink after Obama got elected, it was like guys, do do, do wait, stop, stop. Yeah, do you not understand? That he is trying to do what you have been asking the previous administration to do for eight mm-hmm. years. He's trying to do this, so I, I understand. I I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Pick your battles. You know, everything I, should not be black and white, and and it's the black and white Republicans and conservatives, and and the the right wing black and white right wing lunatics that I have an issue with. The same mm-hmm. way I have that issue with people on the left too, who look at everything black and white. Yeah. Failed to and, see nuance. and I don't want to I don't want to come across either as being because I think we have a, a far fewer crazies on the left than than they do on the right. I don't want to make a false equivalence here. But, you know, there there are people that, you know, I think when, you know, there, there are people who get really hypersensitive about one issue, they make a scene, they get captured on a cell phone and they're like, look, oh, triggered, triggered, you know, you, people who give fodder to the right. To, to make us all look like we're, you know, we can't control our rage and emotions and things like that. And then, you know, we all get branded that way, you know, you know, or, or the, you know, the, you know, so, but still far, you know, and I don't, and another difference too, is I think people on the left who are that passionate about single issues or a couple issues, I don't think they're fake. I just think that they need to broaden their perspective a little bit. They're thinking rational human beings, unlike these evangelicals who are either frauds or sheep, right? So yeah. you know yes, that's yes. so so there there is a big difference. I don't want it. To, you know, well, both sides do it. You know, I'm not going to do that. 
So anyway, I've been ranting for a while now, and that's good because I don't have a ton of audio. <laughs> but uh, Joe, any any thoughts on what I what I'm uh, bringing up here um, before we go to break? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, I had this discussion with some of my friends the other day. Uh, it comes down to the way we want to see the world and the way the world is. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an image of the way I see a just world. And on the other hand, I know that I we're never going to attain that. Yeah. But that is always my goal. So I aim high. But I also realize that we work in the real world. And, for example, everything that Bernie Sanders stands for, I mean, that he says he stands for, I agree with. You know, I think every child that wants to should go to college. You know, every person should have the opportunity to have an education. Every person has a right to health care and shouldn't die because they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Um. I want to see Medicare for everyone. I want to see free college for everyone. Here's the thing. That's not going to happen overnight. No. We have to work toward it. And we have to, in doing that, accept certain things that are not exactly perfect. And I'll give you an example right here in Pennsylvania. The senator, our senator is running, and he's from Scranton, uh, Senator Bob Casey. Whom I don't agree with on abortion. Yeah. But I'm not going to vote for his opponent. Oh, yeah. Because 80% of the time, he's going to vote the way I want him to. This is true. Yes. That's that's same here in Virginia, which is not exactly the, the bluest of states. Yeah, I'm totally with Joe on this. Well, <clears throat> on that note, we will have more on this discussion and some morons in discussion. Yeah, it absolutely is. But you know that. But the basically what I'm building up to is, uh, hey, conservatives, cut the evangelicals loose because they're phonies, they're frauds. Reach out to real good, decent Christians. Reach out to Catholics uh, uh, more who actually you know think social justice is a good thing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of really comp- compassionate, good, decent people out there. And if you want to, you know, start. You know, if you want to, if you want to call us all baby killers about something that happened before most of us were born, okay. You know, uh, you know, it's settled law. It's a secular country. As much as you want, it ain't a th- fucking theocracy. And and also, don't forget, there's no sliding scale for sin. So stop being such phonies and liars, because in God's eyes, that's as just as bad as any other sin. So anyway. Let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we'll have, uh, like I said, we'll continue this discussion. We'll get Rick Wilson's take on this, which is, (laughs) 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 Uh, I love that guy. Uh, He's fun. Yes. And uh, coming up, uh, we got a song picked out here from, uh, of course, Jeff Farius's wife, uh, Tammy. I can't remember her last name. I'll get it here in a second. Um where are you, Tammy? Tammy Patrick, of course. And uh, this is called Raven Tracks. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com 
back train long gone and come back Turn your gaze toward the wind Spread your wings and fly again Spread your wings and fly away Toward the sun another day Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including 
guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And uh, again, once again, I want to say uh, to everybody out there, you know, I, I sure hope... You have a happy 420. <laughs> you can always try edibles, too. Uh, so, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. 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 I am back from severe illness. Yes. But I'm back. Yes, and welcome back. I'm glad you're on the mend. And of course, Bobber will be joining us in hour two as well. So, and of course, uh, yes, jo- I've, I've actually given Bob um, a full a full kiss now because I don't think I'm infected anymore. Oh, I know you- that's some sexy. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I I don't know if I can imagine that though. You know? Could you imagine kissing some man? <laughs> Speaking of dirty fundies. Who like thinking about that stuff? Oh, it's so lewd and lascivious, kissing a man. Uh, and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Where 420 is legal. That's right. Not here yet. Yeah. You know, one day, one is day. Is it legal in Pennsylvania? Yes. Medical or full legal? Medical, medical, medical. Yeah. That just that just happened here in Virginia too. You can get a medical card here in Virginia. But, you know, medical is a gateway drug. <laughs> One day I'll do this show stoned off my ass again. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did. I used to, actually uh, when this show first started, I used to get stoned all the time when I would do it. I haven't done it in years, probably like seven years. But I used to get stoned when I did the show, and then it was uh, it wasn't as good. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> uh, it was you know, probably much more mellow. You know, I like having. Well, you know, I I get real chatty, real chatty, and I'll just start laughing about stupid things. So uh, you know, it could be worth it to try to revisit down the road. But you know, I'm not going to do it because I can't buy it legally. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, I know some people, you know, function very well. But uh, I, I, I do come up with some good ideas occasionally, though. Uh, so, um, but uh, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, get back into this. Uh, there was a panel over on um, uh, Don Lemon's program. Once again, more Don Lemon here. Uh, it, 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 a pretty cool panel uh, talking about uh, the Comey memos. And again, you know, I just want to say, yeah, Devin Nunes, I can totally understand why you wanted these released since the first memo worked out so well for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> these people are so dumb. And uh, Rick Wilson it will point out how dumb they are on the panel with Don Lemon. Senior contributor Frank Bruni of the New York Times, senior national security analyst Julia Kayyem, and Republican strategist Rick Wilson. Okay, let's put up the last quote that Laura just gave us. Laura, thank, again, thank you very much. So the last quote that Laura just gave us, the president said, the hookers thing is nonsense, nonsense, but that Putin had told him we have some of the most beautiful hookers in the world. Okay, so this is a day before. Here's a tweet. I don't know Putin have no deals in Russia, and the haters are going crazy. Yet Obama can make a deal with Iran, number one terror uh, in terror, and no problem. Um, that is a problem, Rick Wilson, isn't it? This is one more example of Donald Trump either having a relationship with Vladimir Putin he hasn't been honest about, or being a fabulist and trying to impress people that, that, with an imaginary relationship with Vladimir Putin. This is a guy whose behavior, I mean, the stink of guilt is all over this guy, and I don't think his congressional allies did him any favors tonight by revealing these memos. I, if they thought this was going to make Comey and the investigation look bad, this is once again just reminding people of the concepts of Trump, hookers, and Russia all in one big package. It's astounding how dumb these people were to insist on this being released tonight. <laughs> as soon as he said that, uh, I, and Joe, you'll probably think of this too. This is once again just reminding people of the concepts of Trump, hookers, and Russia. Bring Trump, hookers, and Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Warren Zevon, where are you? I yeah. need you. <laughs> Trump, hookers, and Russia, lawyers, guns, and money. You know, uh, oh, I guess the, yeah. the, all six of those things kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> they do today. Um, uh, how stupid is David Nunez, though? I mean, is there is there a, a level of stupid that gets you kicked out of Congress? <laughs> because he's hit it. He has hit it. It's uh, not just good. This is the thing. Yes, we should go after Nunez, but good lot, good latte. Yeah. And and Gaudi. I mean, good lot is another one. Gaudi. He's he's kind of the wild card. He's forgot really, Mark Meadows. He's sort of like the Shirley, the Mark curly Meadow. haired dude at this point. But <laughs> but uh. those two. They're running for office again. What did mm. they think they would get out of this? Nunez? I have a feeling. Go I have ahead. a feeling Gowdy was like, "Yeah, let yeah, release that, release that." 
sure do it. I'm out of here anyway. Y'all just go ahead and release like... that. That's that's good. Okay, yeah. go ahead, fellers. I ain't hey, got nothing to lose. Firecracker. Let's put this firecracker up a hornet's nest and stand around and see what they do when it goes off. Well, that's exactly. how I do my hair half the time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm seriously, I'm fascinated with this. I'm yeah. fascinated with the fact that Gowdy was uh, like, yeah, yeah, you go, you go, David. You go, Bob. You two go, go, go. Uh, oh, how, could you have thought, how could you have thought this was a good idea? Really? Yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, Destroyer Kurt reminds us, uh, of course, of the the other good line from Lawyers, Guns, and Money. The shit has hit the fan. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. reminds me of the guy that tried to trim his hedges with his lawnmower, and then sued the <laughs> and then sues the uh, lawnmower company for having his his fingers yeah. cut off. Like Trey oh, Gowdy trimming his hair with his hedge cutter. Yeah, I think or, he does that. Or sticking my head in a hornet's nest with a firecracker. <laughs> Sorry, my gouty is. Do you guys validity is... to what I'm, what I'm, yeah. you know, theorizing out oh. there that gouty now that he's leaving office. Oh yeah, he's probably getting... goading them on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. He's goutying them. Good on. idea. So they were <laughs> lead on. They were egg on. on. It was boy talk. And, and next thing, we'll take you. We'll take you into the forest with a pack of wolves and put a put a pound of beef in your in your pocket. And see what happens. Uh, and he also probably sent them on snipe hunts as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw some snipes out back. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, but I love that. I love that. You know, uh, Rick Wilson. Thank you. This is once again just reminding people of the concepts of. Trump, hookers, and Russia. Oh, <laughs> and they thought it was a good idea. Uh, for for here's a uh, uh, actually I have a statement from Nunez that he released uh, in in response to all this criticism. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> did you actually see the response that the Republicans put out? Uh, I've actually, heard, actually I've heard bits of it. Uh, they for said, real? "Yes, for real? They, no, this is for real." They said, okay. <laughs> "This totally vindicates Trump because it shows there was say, he didn't say collusion in the notes." Yeah, that's um, not guys, what guys. You're you're that's you're bullshitting me. Yeah, no, they, no. they you are. Want me to read it to you. Wait, I'll look it up. This is true. Yeah, would I buy on four twenty days? I've got a long no, history no. of believing Joe when he's pulling some wool over my eyes. No. All right. No, it, it's, this no is cr- true. This is true. This is, it, 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 I saw say. they were spiking the football over in that place. You will never find. The more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And they were like, oh, you stupid libtards. This totally vindicates Trump. This makes it worse. Those memos say way worse than anything Comey said verbally or in his book. Yeah, Yeah, but you live in the matter universe. They live in the antimatter universe. Yeah, really. I like it here. Did you find? Currently disrupting. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking, but continue. Um, 
Oh, because I I got another short clip we could play here while you while okay you look go ahead. Up. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, Juliet Kayam um, uh, talking about how they, these are uh, uh, problematic to say the least. Julie, what do you make of this a contradiction? Correct. I mean, can you put it any other way? Uh, no, and I think I think the memos are so damning uh, to Trump in particular. There's three key takeaways I had just having read them uh, that are undeniable. That one, he wanted the investigation to end and said explicitly. Two, uh, he wanted the FBI to protect Flynn. And three, that he wanted loyalty from Comey. None of those, those are just out there now. I don't know how that helps Trump at this stage. And remember, in the background is, of course, this is all around a Russia investigation. So the fact that there is complete silence by Trump Trump on any questions about what did the Russians do in 2016. Also, you know, it's just sort of more evidence that all Trump is concerned about is stopping an investigation uh, that is just at this at these moments just beginning to circle the White House. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But just to prove just to prove my point. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Senior GOP. Now, this is in in the Washington Post. Okay, and I'll, I'll give you the link, uh, Rain, because you... Fine, I tr- no, you don't have to give me the link. I trust you. Well, oh. share it with the chat anyway. No, no, you, no you don't. <laughs> no, you say if, if you say it's WAPO, you know I trust uh, okay. you. Okay, senior GOP lawmakers pushed back, back hard against the memos, which they are... <laughs> against the memos they leaked, by the way. Yes. <laughs> which they argued <laughs> made clear the president, quote, wanted allegations of collusion, coordination, and conspiracy... Between his campaign and Russia, fully investigated, unquote. The memos showed that Comey never, and I quote, never wrote that he felt obstructed or threatened, said Representative Bob Goodlatte, Goodlatte. Representative Trey Gowdy, and Representative Devin Nunes. They actually said that he never felt obstructed. So I guess he never ate cheese. You know what I mean? But uh, that's are beside the, the point. Are they three stooges? They really are. Well, I have hey. to add, add Mark, Mark Meadows. You, Mark Meadows in that, too. Uh, he, he's yes. leading the group. And, uh, yeah, so we got four stooges. But can I... All right, so... So this is this is the sum this up. They leaked a memo and then pushed back against the memo they fucking leaked. Yes. Yeah. They're not even talking about, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it tonight, the rights previous part of these memos. Oh, yeah, we really don't get a lot of that, but... That's um, precious. But I covered that in the clown car on Sunday, so stay tuned. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, in in rain, uh, you know, hey, they're they're just ordinary people doing their job. We're not ordinary people. (laughs) We're morons. There you go. Yay, yay. <laughs> That's right. And the irony of this is, is that the complaint about Comey is that he's a leaker. Which, uh, so uh, to get back at Comey, they <laughs> leaked. <laughs> That's the well, thing I was getting at with you guys. Yeah. If you guys, I asked on Twitter and elsewhere, because so these memos were released. And then we found out that two of the three memos that were released were classified, lowest level classification, after Comey gave the memos to the Department of Justice. So they were not classified when Comey gave them to the Department of Justice. Then two of the three were classified, very low level classification. And the Department of Justice decided to release them to these members of Congress with the lowercase c classification 
they leaked it to the AP and to Fox News. So who are the leakers? And um, can we shut up about Hillary's classified emails? Uh, yeah. Hey, what happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not getting that wrong, am I? No, no. not at all. No, you, you explained that perfectly. I guess file under so, it's okay I mean, if you're a Republican. Yeah, this afternoon, I mean, it broke. Oh, some of the, and I heard it on, I heard it on CNN and I heard it on MSNBC because I was listening to it on my, my iTunes. I'm not getting paid by iTunes, but, um, that hmm. they were like, oh, could this be a problem for Comey? And I'm thinking, <laughs> why would it be a problem for Comey? Comey wrote an entire book and uh -huh. he has said to Colbert, to, to, I think Maddow and to a number of other people that he wrote this book and he submitted it to the Department of Justice or the FBI, I'm not sure which. And they said, go ahead, it's fine. Yeah, uh, he said on, on Jake Tapper yesterday and then later on Matt Aldet, and I quote, I really don't give a damn about those memos. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't care. He, he, they vindicate him. I mean, he's, all they did was make, make Trump look worse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things. I'm still <laughs> pissed about the whole thing that happened before the election, but I really don't see him as a liar. I think he made some no, really bad mistakes. Somebody made somebody, you know, Rain. To that point, somebody made a a, a good observation because uh, somebody said we have to look at Comey in two ways. First of all, uh, he has he's a man. He's a man who is imperfect and had very extreme bad judgment at very bad times. Yeah, but it's an honest man. And you could be both. Yeah, well, here's here's something else, if I could just interject. He did do very extreme bad judgment when when he was dealing with an abnormal human being in Donald Trump. It, Donald Trump is not normal. He's abnormal. He's no, disturbed. Right. He's, there's all, the, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but mm -hmm. in the interviews that I've seen, he he he's human. I know he yeah. was the director of the FBI, but he's still human. And he was dealing with what I have long said is a sociopathological liar. Yeah. Well, um, how, it, how are you as a normal person trying to, how do you try to dissect somebody who I've, is abnormal as a freaking yeah. serial killer? So uh, a couple things. Uh, we have one more clip that we need to get to before we get too long here. But I just want to say this. Um, is it if, if, um, People think Comey's lying. Well, Trump should just release the tapes. Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Yeah. Remember the tapes? Remember all those tapes? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Cohen um, has some. Oh, oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, but anyway, last one from the, uh, the Don Lemon panel. This is uh, Frank Bruni um, basically saying Comey knew how important it was to create these documents. Frank Bruni, it's also doing a media tour where the president has saying that has been saying that James Comey is slippery. But these memos, I mean, it shows that he has been consistent. He has been saying the same thing all along. The memos back up everything he's been saying. Yeah, I mean, it's astonishing that we're seeing this thanks to House Republicans, because these memos do Donald Trump no favors. And when you read them, many of the charges in them or the substance of them is, is stuff we've seen before. There are new details, of course. But what really strikes you is just what scrupulous detail 
Jim, James Comey is taking. And, and they really bolster his credibility because he's taking the act very seriously. And what's also interesting is as he's saying, I'm writing this five minutes after a meeting in a vehicle, I arrived to dinner ten minutes early and got to know the servers, you know he senses he's doing something historic and important here. He knows that something is going on and that someday somebody's going to read these and he's trying to establish how scrupulously detailed he's being and he's very conscious that he's doing something for history and not just in case. Okay. I love that. I love that. Um, and 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 again, the, the the what the most important thing about the memos is it shows that Comey has been saying the same thing all along. Tr nobody yeah. from the from yeah, the Trump has. side has refuted anything that you know that Trump said in in the memos. You know that Comey said he said in the memos. Because in the thing is, what to me it seems like if something if if I was if if I was going to defend a Trump cultist or if I was a Trump cultist and I was trying to defend Trump, I would say, you know, and if, even if I was an elected official, I'd probably put it out there and say, oh, see, it's just a bunch of dumb fabrications, whatever, you know, it's you know, it's the president's word against his. But they've all fallen in line and said that it's true. By saying, see, he never said collusion. He never said, yes. and it's like, those memos were, that, it's, he's not making a final, uh, you know, decision on criminality or obstruction or collusion in personal memos. That's just dumb. That's like saying that, uh, that it's comparing a traffic ticket to a parking cop's, or to a, to a, to a tra traffic cop's diary. Yes. So, <laughs> a traffic cop writes a ticket. Yeah. The judge adjudicates whether or not that ticket was legitimate or not. Yeah, but the memos still aren't a legal document. That's just his memos. That's I mean, those mm -hmm. are his writings about yes. his personal experiences, which every one of us as Americans has absolute right to do, even if you are, uh, you know, head of the FBI. You know, and, and uh, but I love that that not a single Trump cultist or a single GOP -er is out there saying, "Oh, well, you know, Comey's a liar, and everything he said in there is a lie." They have the Lion Comey website now, um, you know. So, but they're saying everything he said in there is true. They're yeah, not. They're not arguing any of it. There's nobody out there. Nobody out there not even Trump surrogates that are saying that Trump is innocent. Yeah. So, you know, they're saying, oh, he's totally exonerated. No, he's not. No, he's not. Again, it's, it's you well, know, it, it, it's not, the, it's not an indictment. You know, memos aren't a fucking indictment. There might be evidence that leads to an indictment, but they're not an indictment. Right. He's a witness. Yeah, and those are a witness's notes, and those are a witness's recollections. Yes, but he's and since he's a law enforcement officer, he knows that it's important to contemporaneously record those mm -hmm. so that your memory fade doesn't fade. Yeah, and you have yeah. an accurate description of what happened. And then you that's read it. Every, good times. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh my God. Yeah. All right, last time I know on this, this from range. watching Columbo. Yeah. I there watched Columbo and he took notes.
shit. I know this from watching NYPD Blue, and I saw Sipowitz's ass. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's my best Columbo. Um, So I was thinking. um, (laughs) (laughs) One more thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Rain, any other thought before we uh, go to the break and get Bobber on? No, no. That's that's it. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm. Like I said, nobody. Nobody says all of these things that are spoken about regarding Trump. Nobody says he's innocent. No this one is has true. said that. This is absolutely mm-hmm. true. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to hit the break. Uh, hour one in the bag. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night and Bobber right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. (laughs) Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. Are you listening to this? mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention in your heart you know he's right 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 and now to the business at hand we're all in this together we got a show to do well let's check it out you can do it welcome back to 420 on turn off the night with kenny pig broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide smoke them if you got them folks and of course uh, or eat them if you got them if you got edibles um, and of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back, sir. Or vape them. If you vape them. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes. Um, yes. Or, or do, uh, suppositories if you got them. Uh, that's not good. No. <laughs> Get your ass high. Um, <laughs> and of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, somebody's been vaping at the break. <laughs> I wish. Uh, and oh, trying to get oh. trying to get uh, Bobber on here. Uh, I think some congratulations are in order for Bobber because I happen to look up the results of last week's uh, Spirit of Free Beer competition, and um, 
saw that Bobber won a couple categories. If I was on the right one, I think may- you were. Yeah, so I don't want to be a spoiler. I want Bobber to talk about it. Yeah, oh. so uh, it, it looks like okay. There, it looks <laughs> like he's uh, he's he's on now. So we'll uh, get to hop over and and get his um, uh, little uh, thing. Hey, Bobber, how's it going? Howdy, howdy! Congratulations! Happy yeah, happy Friday, and congratulations to you. Uh, I I looked up the results while we were at our, the Dragon Boat fundraiser on Saturday because we were talking to a, a guy who ran a local brewery, and I was like, we were all talking about beer, and I was like, let me look up Spirit of Free Beer, um, the the competition that you were in last sat uh, last Saturday or Friday? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, and I looked it up, and I was like, I think this is the right year, because I couldn't, you know, I was looking on my phone, and it's kind of hard to tell from websites. It, it said, I think it was the 26th annual. Yeah, they, yeah they, they've done this for 26 years now. Yeah, and so I fa- so yeah, so yeah, <clears throat> I found the results, and I scrolled down, and I'm looking, and I noticed, I, I saw you didn't get best in show, but if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you won first place in two of the uh, entries. Two of the categories, yes. Yeah, two of the categories. And, out, and, yeah. and you took how many beers? What do you mean? Took? You, 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 entered? You, you, you entered, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant you took with you and entered, yes. Yeah, I entered, uh, I think, six beers. Oh, wow. So that's not bad. Not bad. Two so thirty percent blue ribbon ratio. Yeah. So uh in one of I don't want to spoil the names, I'll let you say the names. I don't have it in front of me anyway, so I'll probably screw it up. But um tell us what, what categories and what was the beer that, that uh took the blue ribbon. Bob? Did we lose you? Bob. Bob His his internet Bob. might be pooping. So My, is mine here? Oh yeah, yeah, you're still here, uh, but he just fell off. <laughs> Damn you, Skype! How do you keep a turkey in suspense? Um, let me. Uh, but yeah, when, until yeah. we get him back, I, uh-huh. I know he's my husband. But I like you. I'm glad you brought that up. He he submitted six beers to this competition. Yes. And two out of the six styles that he entered entered one first first in its category. I think that's pretty cool. That's really cool, and I was I was bragging about him to to everybody. I was like, "Look, look, this is my buddy," and um, nice. uh, and he's back now. He's back. There he is. <laughs> so. and I think he also won. I think he also won a couple of ribbons in the uh, cherry blossom test, yeah. uh, the cherry blossom beer competition the week before. I'm bragging on you, baby. Well, let's yes. so so tell us what were the categories uh, that you won in the names of the beers that won. So the category was uh, strong Belgian beers, and uh, there was a Belgian quad, which means it's about eight to nine, probably about nine to ten percent alcohol. I think it's about ten ten to ten and a half percent alcohol that beer. Wow! And since it's a quad, I called it four on the floor. <laughs> nice, because <laughs> you know it's a kind of reference to the old shifters. You know, oh yeah. Like, 70s uh, uh, plus 60s. if you know if you if you if you drank four of them you would definitely be on the floor yeah oh my god you are so drunk so <laughs> uh yeah so uh th- th- but that's four on the floor i love that name so i <laughs> um yep 
the other one was uh, the English English brown ale category, and uh, or actually it was just yeah, British brown beers. I think is what they called it. Um, and that was a nut brown ale that I called the Nutty Englishman. Ah, <laughs> that's a good name. That's a good name. It's a bit nutty. <laughs> a bit nutty. <laughs> it's a nutty Englishman. Um, yeah, so here, here, here you go. I got that. It's a bit nutty. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so no, the, but- uh, the- Go ahead. The week before, the week before this, in the the Cherry Blossom, which is the one my main club puts on every year, because mm-hmm. we've been doing it for five years now. Um, so I got a first place for a Beer de Garde, uh, which is a French ale, mm-hmm. uh, similar to a Belgian beers, but um, uh, but it was that one was called Garde de Beer. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's very nice. And uh, for for range, she kind of called me out. Ah, the French. There you go. So yeah, that, that's that's a pretty good showing. I'm pretty happy about that. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, we'll uh, uh, you know I'll uh, give you an amen for that. Amen. So. Proud of you. Amen. So it, it was so I good. Think it's- Really it, it, cool that you were talking to your beer buddies about that, Ken. Yeah, well, I, I, they, it, like I said, you know, there's a guy who runs a brewery out in Lorain, Ohio, who came to the Dragon Boats fundraiser because they're going to be doing their um, the Dragon Boat Festival in Lorain this year because nice. there's stuff going on on the Cuyahoga that they can't do. And last year, it was a pain in the ass because they did it on the lake, and the lake was so choppy. Uh, you know, they had one boat capsized. Fortunately, it was in shallow water, but, you know, um, they, they, you know, need to do it on a river. And uh, so they'll be doing it uh, out uh, in Lorraine. And, uh, yeah, so this guy was there, and everybody was talking about beer. And then I was like, well, you know, I have a good friend and one of the co-hosts on my uh, my talk show who just was in a beer competition today. Let me look that up. And lo and behold, there you are. <laughs> Everybody loved the Nutty Englishman name, too. So, um, very good. Congratulations, Bobber. Thanks. No problem. I was drinking the Nutty Englishman just uh, yesterday. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, I think you guys should do a show where you drink four on the floor uh, as much as you can. (laughs) See see what happens. You guys can challenge each other. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I suppose we should probably get back to what we were talking about before. This is once again just reminding people of the concepts of Trump, hookers, and Russia. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and I, let me see how much I have here. Actually, no. The, we're we're gonna um, we're, we're gonna change it change it up a little bit because Anderson Cooper had a pretty interesting segment on his show last night, and. It uh, is regarding uh, the smear campaign that's going on against Mueller and Comey. And I hadn't heard about this until Anderson Cooper highlighted it and played the different clips from Fox and other people. Basically, it's, you know, people like Hannity, Alan Dershowitz. um, uh, Was Alan Dershowitz? Is that his first name? I don't know. Um, oh, yes, it's Alan. Yeah, and uh, and a few other people. And you know that this has deep roots, too, probably in Alex Jones territory, Roger Stone, um, you know, and it, because they're, they're, it's it's an unholy alliance of just shitty liars in the in the Trump cult. So uh, listen to this, because, I, I mean, seriously, 
Whitey Bulger. <laughs> the, oh, they this. they oh tried yeah God, they tried this. to pin and not just that they tried to pin um, on Comey the attack uh, the the Boston Marathon attack. It's it's yeah. So li listen to this. The, it, it's stunning. A coordinated smear campaign is underway against both Robert Mueller and James Comey, a joint effort by the president's supporters and Fox News, two groups which are increasingly indistinguishable from one another. The smear campaign True. includes a number of claims that are just plain false. The whole thing's frankly kind of weird, so stay with me here. Two of the oddest claims are set in Boston and involve everything from the city's most notorious crime boss to the tragic marathon bombing five years ago and an attempt to weaponize events surrounding both as a way to discredit the Russia investigation. There's just one problem. There's no evidence for either of the claims that are being made. We'll start with the Boston Marathon bombing. The president's former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, said this week on Fox that fired FBI director James Comey was somehow to blame. This is the same Jim Comey who I think was in charge of the Boston bombing uh, at the time where we had a terrorist attack in Boston. So this is a man who failed time and time and time again when he was the head of the FBI to protect American citizens. Well, keep it honest, James Comey was not the head of the FBI at the time of the Boston Marathon bombing. The bombing was in April. He didn't become FBI director until September. In fact, Comey wasn't even in the FBI at the time. He was a private citizen. Andrea Mitchell pressed Lewandowski on this in an interview the next day. I want to ask you about something you said on Fox yesterday. You said that Jim Comey failed to protect Americans during the Boston Marathon since he was FBI director. The fact is that he was not FBI director for another five months. That's right. Look, as you know, Jim Comey served, I believe, uh, as the head of the Boston office of the FBI for a period of time. At the same time that I think Mr. Mueller served as the U.S. attorney in the state of Massachusetts at the time. This goes back some 20 plus years. But not uh, when they were, F not during the Boston Marathon. No, not during the Boston Marathon, but Jim Comey was responsible, I believe, and we can go back and check, for uh, the Whitey Bulger fiasco which took place in Boston. I believe that Jim Comey at the time was the head of the FBI in Boston when, when Whitey Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger had nothing to do with the Boston bombing. So, just, I don't know if you caught that. There was no admission of that he actually said something untrue. There was no apology from Lewandowski. Just moving along and brought, decided to bring in the Boston crime boss, Whitey Bulger, who had nothing to do, of course, with the Boston bombing, as Andrew Mitchell said. Lewandowski is attempting to grasp at another straw in this bale of BS, saying that Comey was the head of the Boston <laughs> FBI office at a time period relating to the Whitey Bulger case. One problem. Comey was never the head of the Boston FBI office, something that office confirmed huh. to the Boston Globe. There's no record of him working in that office at all. Huh. Isn't that weird to find out everything that Lewandowski said was complete and utter? Bullshit. Hmm. Hmm. Did, you, did you notice... He made, like, he made it all up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're shocked, aren't you? Did you notice, like, the first clip that you played... He was this, he was that, he was this, he was that. And then when Andrea Mitchell asked him about it, he's like, well, I think, I believe, I could be. Um, yeah. It might be. Um, uh, I, so I could, you're saying he pulled a, herb, a, shit. a Herb Kane? I don't have facts to back this up. Yeah. Well, I thought it was funny when you know she, she called him on, on his first line. He says, yeah, I know, blah, 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 blah. And he just says, just moves right on. Yeah. As if, you know, that is, oh, there's nothing wrong with me being... You know, telling a lie in that first instance, just, just yeah. well, let me tell another one. Yeah, you didn't like the first lie? Well, here's a, here's another one. Check it out. This is a really cool story. <laughs> really. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? People, Do you have time? How do people lie? I mean, is there a school for that? I, that's not a joke question. 
I don't um, understand how people can so easily. <laughs> there actually is a school for that, Rain. Trump University. Go prick. <laughs> Perfect. I stepped right into that. Yes, you did. You did. So. <laughs> um, I'm just getting better at these uh, all these buttons. You know, I've had a lot of practice over the years. Um, oh my goodness. But that's a famous technique they use to they they use all the time. What you do is you, you squeeze into a sentence a bunch of negative images and the name of the person you want to smear. Sure. They have no connection, but you just say it. Willie Horton. But that's why just like, you know, that Barack Obama, you know, when that Charles Manson murdered all those people and, and st- stabbed them to death and everything. And then, Thanks, Obama. And then Obama got elected. Yeah. You know, that and then the, the world. take training, though. I could oh, not yeah. you gotta that. Oh, yeah. You got to be slick. He took a piscillatory. He made a... What was it? He committed a piscillatory act off the back of a boat that was flying the American flag. <laughs> I like that. Um, I from piscillatory act that was in Moscow, but you may be onto something. Oh, a piscillatory you're... act means he was fishing. Yeah, yeah. You just so. made that up. No, I didn't actually. That's that's from I think from the late seventies. There was a this big oh. long. Smear thing. I think it was actually from National Lampoon, if I didn't recall correctly. Oh, yeah, probably. Well, that sounds but, about but, right. But, but I do remember that one. But yeah, or, so, she was a thespian. Yeah, the <laughs> the, the piscillatory act Joe was thinking of was golden showers. Yeah, that that's different. <laughs> well, that's um, the idea. You say something you that sounds like something bad, but is actually isn't. See. Uh, so <laughs> but good, uh, good on, good on. What's her name for for being like he didn't. He wasn't there. Yeah, he didn't do that. I'm None glad she didn't. True. I'm just glad she didn't cut away for news on Justin Bieber. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to leave it there. She's not. She's ne- oh yeah. She's never gonna live that bullshit down the Justin Bieber thing. Oh my god. She. Uh, I. I wonder if a producer got fired over that. So no, Justin Bieber's getting arrested in Florida. We got to cut away. No, you don't. <laughs> that is that is absolutely the thing you don't do. <laughs> All right. Um but there's way but wait, there's more. Um uh, another clip here. Um so uh, let's see where, where Hannity and Dershowitz take this smear campaign. Now, you might wonder, where did Whitey Bulger come into all of this? Why are we even talking about Whitey Bulger, notorious crime boss and secret FBI informant? Well, it seems as if this may have started with the esteemed Alan Dershowitz saying this on a radio show earlier this month, not about Comey, but about special counsel Robert Mueller. I think Mueller is a zealot. Uh, I don't think he's partisan. I don't think he cares whether he hurts Democrats or Republicans, but he's a partisan and a zealot. Look, he's the guy who kept four innocent people in prison for many years in order to protect the cover of Whitey Bulger as an FBI informer. So he is referring to the wrongful imprisonment of four men for a murder they didn't commit. Two of them died in prison. Two others, along with the families of the dead men, successfully sued the government for $100 million. The now-retired federal judge, Nancy Gertner, who presided over that case, writes in the New York Times, quote, I can say without equivocation that Mr. Mueller, who worked in the United States Attorney's Office in Boston from 1982 to 1988, including a brief stint as the acting head of the office, had no involvement in that case. He was never even mentioned. As the judge goes on to point out, a former mayor of Springfield, Massachusetts, who served on the Massachusetts Parole Board in the 1980s, has said he saw a letter from Mueller 
opposing the release of one of the prisoners, but no such letter has ever been found, something the Boston Globe revealed, and after which Professor Dershowitz says he never repeated the allegation, but that, quote, further investigation seems warranted. Now, of course, by then, the genie was out of the bottle, and the president's supporters, hell-bent on smearing the Russian investigation, have taken said genie and run with it. And you know what that means. Enter Sean Hannity. Robert Mueller was the U.S. attorney in charge while these men were rotting in prison, while certain agents in the FBI under Mueller covered up the truth. Four men went to jail. He was, Mueller was involved in the case. We're going to go to crime families. Let's look at the Mueller crime family. During Mueller's time as a federal prosecutor in Boston, four, four men wrongfully imprisoned for decades, framed by an FBI informant and notorious gangster, Whitey Bulger, all while Mueller's office looked the other way. Sean, when you're not interested in facts, you can blame anyone for anything, but those pushing this factually incorrect tale might do a better job of maybe checking their dates and actually getting their story straight. Sure, you could also just, you know, take advice of a fellow Trump cultist. Go do a Google search. Yeah, you know, uh, or not. And you see, but this is the this is the big problem with this now. And there, uh, Cooper mentioned this in the piece, but I don't have the rest of the auto. Um, this is the problem. Genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. The Trump cult is out there repeating this verbatim, you know, and, you know, for, uh, this is the new, like, Vince Foster on Mars story, you know. Uh, this is the new Seth Rich story. Uh, this is, you know, they're, again, grasping at straws from the bullshit bale, and <laughs> this is what they got. Uh, hat tip, Anderson Cooper, he did mention that. Um, he did say BS. But... You know that that's that's the the real problem. It is yeah. I should have clipped that out. Um, but uh, that that's the the real problem with this is because there are so many dumb people. And yeah, I'm calling them dumb people. People who watch Fox News and believe what they say on Hannity or Ingram or um, Tucker Carlson or Fox and Friends. People who watch those shows and believe what they say on those shows. Um, they're fucking morons. And this is this is just the latest, you know. Uh, again, smear campaign that you know they're they're belching forth, and the Trump cult are just like you know saying thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> you know. You know it, it, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's true. It never nothing has ever mattered for the Trump cult or the teabaggers or evangelicals. Um, or the, the, the sheep who follow the evangelicals, you know, I mean, I've seen so many people who claim to be holier than thou Christians online, of course, in the comment sections, will never find the more wretched hive of scum and, you know, saying the most ugly things about Michelle Obama being a man, Obama's gay. He's a Kenyan Muslim, you know, Arab that went to a Christian church with an evil, you know, black, black, uh, uh, minister, you know, I mean, it, just everything, you know, killed his lover, you know, I mean, it, they all believe that they all believe it because they have the most shallow version of Christianity. And that's why they're so susceptible to these lies, because the the, the most sha- and, and when, I, when I say the most shallow version of Christianity, it's the a la carte Christianity. It's the 
I don't like gays, so let me really grind down on these two passages in the Bible that kind of reflect my worldview, but really force those out there. And of course, while I wear polyester and eat shrimp, you know, uh, all that shit, you know, it's like, you know, well, the Old Testament, and I've seen so many people out there too say, well, that was in the Old Testament. The New Testament is, why are they in the same book? And why do you constantly go back to the Old Testament to justify one thing or another? You know, that last, that last question is something I'd like answered. That, That one really is. Something I, I know we're this is not a this is not a bite this isn't Bible talk. We're gonna, but, but that's, no, that's the thing we're building right up. About that, we're building though. up to that tonight. Uh, this is actually a, a believe believe it or not. I had a plan and it seems to be falling into place. But yeah, we're we're building up to how susceptible evangelicals are to these fo- the followers of evangelicals and Trump because they're the same people. How susceptible they are to this garbage and these lies. Because, like I said, they, they, they craft their version of Christianity to fit their worldview and ignore all the, the peace and love, and they think the Beatitudes are a Beatles tribute band. And, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, can, can, um, I, can, can, can I go quickly back? Because yeah. my mind is just now very curious about this fact that they're talking about, you know, Whitey Bulger and and how Mueller, some people were put in jail and they want to kick... I don't even know about. I I, I want to look into that in the future. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, do you know who else Mueller put in jail? Um, Sammy the Bull Gravano. Ah, I don't know exactly okay. who that was, but he sounds terrible. He he, he broke Sammy the Bull. He Ooh, bro- nice. thank you, Joe. He broke Sammy the Bull in order yeah. to go after John Gotti. He right. threw Sammy the Bull into jail, and Sammy the Bull was going to stay in jail probably forever until mm-hmm. Sammy was like, yeah, can somebody, hi, I'm tapping on my jail cell, hello, hi, hi, <laughs> I, hi, can I, I, can I get, an, can I get a meeting with Mueller? And, and Gravano flipped, he flipped and he gave Mueller John Gotti. Now, I. I know that, you know, for a lot of people, that might not be a big deal. <laughs> well, it, it's it a pretty huge deal. Pretty big achievement. And, you know, I mean, the name John Gotti, I mean, everybody knows that. John name. Gotti, out in the open, he threw, he threw like, t- block parties and had fireworks and queens. Yeah. Right yeah. out in the open. Yeah. So I, I find it interesting, and it goes right back to, to, to what you were discussing regarding um, selective outrage mm-hmm. with evangelicals and yeah. Trump cultists. And selective beliefs, doing, too. Yeah, they're doing this with Mueller. When Mueller took down the entire gaudy crime syndicate in New yeah. York. Do, do, uh, Joe, does that make sense? Cause, oh, yeah. Just like in The Godfather, when Frank Pentangeli went in front of the Congress and mm-hmm. turned in the Corleones. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, we're, it, was, we're gonna, it was right out of the right out of the the playbook. Well, we are going to we're going to continue on because the rest of the conversation is going it, to it's going to shift towards evangelicals, um, and it's um, again, you know, there. I, I I think that people who support Trump, uh, you know, they are these people, you know, because. I mean, come on, we all know those people, the, the, those people out there who were like, I want my gun and my Bible and, you know, fuck you if you aren't like me, you know? 
and, and that's not really, you know, it, it, when was Jesus ever like that? He he wasn't. You know, I mean, there's a few passages that they want to try and you know twist and pervert to make Jesus sound like he was you know some you know <laughs> a, a white guy from Alabama. You know, <laughs> no, no, with bulging muscles and yeah. Big oh, chest, big bulging biceps. Bulging yeah, I'll have to. Biceps. I'll have to br- bust that shit out. Oh God, <laughs> Boykin, Boykin. Um, it's been too long. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk crazy fundies. And fortunately, uh, Fox and Friends was able to provide for us the other day. Um, <clears throat> and others. There's another story that uh, from this year about a Trump cultist and evangelical who committed a major crime. Um, that uh, has flown under the radar, but we need to start identifying these people. Um, so anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Uh, the Green News Report coming up. When we return, uh, name-calling, birthdays, we'll do open phones for a little bit. i got a fun exercise for open phones if we want to do lightning round calls. Perfect reason for you to call in. I will give you your blues name. I have the chart. <laughs> All I need is your three initials. So, uh, or if you have more, I might be able to give you more. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, April 19, 2018. 1.5 million clients from the Puerto Rico Power Authority in the dark. Puerto Rico's fragile electric grid hit by another island-wide blackout. We have to expect, unfortunately, a further slowdown of this important ocean circulation system. New studies warn the Gulf Stream current is slowing down. Earth Day 2018 is focused on ending plastic pollution, plus... The companies that knowingly caused this crisis should help pay their fair share. Oil industry slapped with two new climate liability lawsuits. All of those slaps and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Trump canceled his trip to monitor events in Syria. Sarah Huckasanders explained that Trump's national security team thought it was best to stay in the United States, adding Mar-a-Lago happens to be within in the United States. But thanks to global warming, it'll soon be in international waters. This is your Green News Report. Global warming fans, all right. If you can't fight it, get used to it. Now, okay, Desi Doyen, uh, just more bad news for Puerto Rico. Yes, indeed. Seven months after Hurricane Maria, the entire island of Puerto Rico lost power again on Wednesday. According to the San Juan El Nuevo Dia newspaper, the outage was caused by a private Oklahoma contractor, Cobra Energy, accidentally hitting a major transmission line, creating a domino effect that tripped two power plants offline. So we are seven months now since Hurricane Maria. Yep. And uh, even before all the power went down on Wednesday, 
some 44,000 were still without power after all of those months. Yes, and that same contractor is linked to a different power outage that occurred just last week. It is another reminder that while nearly all of the island's generation capacity is back online, its grid remains fragile and unstable. It's the worst blackout in American history, and this week it officially became the second longest blackout in world history. And the 2018 hurricane season starts in six weeks. But don't forget, Donald Trump gave himself an A-plus for his response to that hurricane. As far as Puerto Rico is concerned, we have had tremendous reviews. We're doing a great job. Everybody has said it's amazing the job that we've done in Puerto Rico. We are going to do far more than anybody else would ever be able to do. Meanwhile, two new studies indicate that the Gulf Stream current in the Atlantic Ocean, which helps regulate the global climate, is slowing down and that global warming is probably to blame. A full shutdown of the Gulf Stream was depicted in the 2004 disaster movie The Day After Tomorrow, but the scientists stress that that extreme movie scenario will never happen. But lead study author Stefan Romsdorf of the Potsdam Climate Institute warns that it could still have potentially severe long-term consequences for people living on both sides of the Atlantic. For example, this slowdown leads to excessive sea level rise on the east coast of the United States. It changes the tracks of the storms moving into Europe, and it has even been linked to extreme heat waves in Europe. Meanwhile, two new climate liability lawsuits this week. Eight Florida teens sued Republican Governor Rick Scott to force the state to act on climate change. Backed by nonprofit environmental law group Our Children's Trust, the suit cites the threat of rising seas and other climate impacts to Florida's coast and economy, and contends that the state's failure to act violates the children's constitutional rights to a safe and livable climate. A lot of these suits now being filed all across the country and even across the world. It'll be very interesting to see how these play out here in the U.S. And that's not all. In Colorado, three cities and two counties, led by the city of Boulder, filed suit against two of the world's largest oil companies, ExxonMobil and Suncor, over their role in causing climate change. The suit alleges that the oil companies, quote, knowingly produced harmful products and failed to disclose that to the public. It's the first climate liability lawsuit to be filed by communities that are not located on the coast. In a press conference, Boulder Mayor Suzanne Jones said they're seeking damages for record wildfires, record floods, and the cost of adapting to future impacts. We think that the companies that knowingly caused this crisis should help pay their fair share, especially because they profited enormously from the crisis that they have created. And these cases as well will be interesting to watch. I know that the uh, oil companies are watching them very closely. They're very worried about it. And as far as I can tell, they should be. Finally, Sunday marks the 48th annual Earth Day, with events scheduled all over the world to mobilize political action and engagement to protect the one and only planet able to support life in the known universe. This year's theme is ending plastic pollution, including the launch of a global effort to eliminate single use plastics. Of course, for us here at the Green News Report, every day is Earth Day. It is indeed. One day a year, that's for sissies. <laughs> for much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us earthwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Save the world tonight
This is Indy Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. He was doing good, and that what makes it so bad. Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. If he'd have been a piece of crap from the beginning, it would be so bad. <laughs> oh, I, I saw I still had that loaded up and I needed to get some sobbing Alex Jones in there for everybody. <laughs> what a show we had on, uh, well, that last segment, man, on uh, on Tuesday. Ooh, I was I was weeping. I was, I was crying tears of joy while Alex Jones was crying tears of sadness. <laughs> so bad. He was doing good, and that what makes it so bad. Oh, God, Snowflake. Get yourself a safe space. Uh, <laughs> you, you think I was crying about Trump? Oh, you won't find any recordings of me doing that shit. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Bobber in D.C. from 4 Freedoms Blog. Again, congratulations on your beer wins. Drinking beer. beer. Yeah, and of course, and of course, a happy uh, four twenty. <laughs> I gotta stop hitting that thing so hard. Uh, <laughs> I did not celebrate that though. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I, I'm not either. I just you know, it's a, it's a theme, <laughs> and uh, and evangelicals wouldn't like it. Neither would tiny little elf Jeff Sessions. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Vape them if you got them. Yeah. I just uh, just finished a Vegemite sandwich, and I'm ready to go. Mmm, <laughs> yeast and salt. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, well, Bobber should know that, don't you? That, don't they make Vegemite? Keep, yeah, they'll keep you regular. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you! Oh, you're referring to Good Mythical Morning today. So, oh, yeah. I see what yeah. you did there. So, Rhett and Link uh, yeah. locked out on that. They didn't have to eat shit. Um, uh, I would. I tell me they were lucky. <laughs> oh. And uh, of course, uh, last but most certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Are you ready to do some name coloring? Name name coloring. <laughs> <laughs> name coloring. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason I said name Colorin because it rhymes with Holleran, and uh, that's because uh, I have I have two blues names for people. Put your initials in the chat room, and I'll tell you what your blues name are according to this chart that was shared by White Snakes David Coverdale. <laughs> anyway, here's your jingle rain. Right? Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. All right, can I just say one thing? Yeah. I don't want my bis- biscuits with Vegemite and yeast because that makes me itch. <laughs> In places that we should never even think about. All righty. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
You're supposed to put them in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, These aren't okay. suppositories. Oh, These are I'm it comes so in a jar. Such a silly, silly girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight in the chat room, I know um right away Lee again has left. So okay. hi and bye Lee again. But in the chat room right now we have Bobber DC, mm. Francie, Heather, Jay Collie, Kat, Kenny, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Living on Long Island, Marnus, Michelle in South Florida, Moon Mayor, Peter in San Francisco, Presnet, myself, Sandy and Durwood, Theo, Tim Coromal, and Trojan Rabbit. And I think we had Kurt the Destroyer earlier and yeah. Cool Black Dude. Yes. Cousin yeah. Curtis and Joey Word. Uh, no. And we appreciate it. So here are the... Bl- here. Yeah, and, and if anybody has any birthdays, I'll buy a little time uh, if anybody wants to give us birthday banners to mention. But, um, yes, David Coverdale from Whitesnake, <laughs> also from Deep Purple, um, and several solo really? outings. Yeah, yeah, he was the uh, third singer. He was the third singer in Deep Purple uh, after Ian Gillen left. Um, oh, and, wow. yeah, yeah, and... Uh, um, Stormbringer and Burn were their two big songs from the same uh, albums of the same name. Um, but yeah, and then uh, he went solo, started White Snake, and then he went solo a little bit more, and then did Coverdale Page with Jimmy Page. So he's an appreciation for the blues at the very least. So here we go. So Francie gave her initials first. Her blues name, uh, going through. It, uh, <laughs> great. So her initials are FMR. So she is Hollerin Gumbo Jefferson. Hollerin Jumbo Gef- Jeff- Hollerin Gumbo Jefferson. That's uh oh, yeah. That's a so, that's a righteous blues name. Yeah, yeah. Uh well mine, uh I can tell you I, I, I was pretty happy with mine. Mine is uh a curly dog Bradley. So that <laughs> I, I like that one. So uh, I'll start this music. Also, over Rocky here. Mountain Mike was in the chat room. I'm sorry to Oh, interrupt. that's okay. Um, I tried to remember. Yes, he was. And uh, okay, so Jake Colley gave me his initials too. So, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, he's Bony Baby Jefferson. All <laughs> 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 oh, those bony babies. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, this is Heather, uh, HLH. Uh, she, her blues name is. Um, Okay, where where's the L? There's oh god, <laughs> this is a terrible name. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, let me see. Oh, okay, there it is. Brown Liver Rivers. Heather, <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome name. <laughs> Brown Liver Rivers. All right, so um, here is uh, she should do a duet with Muddy Waters, Michelle. Yes. Michelle MJL, she is a uh, jailhouse f- jailhouse fingers Parker, <laughs> <laughs> just like Bonnie Parker. Yeah. Did, uh, did Parker you know, consent to that? I don't. <laughs> oh, you see, I see what you did there, uh, Bobber. Let's see, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> so. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we got a couple more here. Uh, let me see. Uh, 
Who's this? This is J J Collie. J T Oh, we did J Collie already. Um uh Sandy Dirtwood SBR. Uh she is blind money. <laughs> Blind Money Jefferson. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let me see. Uh, Peter in San Francisco, he doesn't have a middle name. So I don't know. I guess we'll just go from the first two charts here. I'll give him his options. So you can be um, <laughs> Sleepy Liver. <laughs> or you could, it, well, we could do three variations I mean, of if this. Somebody has liver in there. Sleepy liver, does that mean like silent hepatitis? Uh, Sleepy liver. I don't know. Um, and, uh, or, or if we, so if we went Sleepy and then went to the last name, we'd go Sleepy, um, Sleepy Parker. Okay, again, with the L. Or if we just went from the middle chart and the second chart, it could be a P back, um, uh, back Parker. <laughs> so there we go uh but anyway um oh let, let me start that music up again i got at least one more um uh, miles uh mel he gets uh jailhouse eyes parker <laughs> so <laughs> all right and Have now you all noticed that like most of these blues names involve an, a body part uh yeah, they a lot of them do. Susan got blind eyes green with her maiden name. <laughs> uh okay, so um all right, uh here we go. Oh cat K A E. Um let me see. We've got uh Curly, of course. I got Curly as well. Uh Curly Bones <laughs> Curly Bones Green. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and let me make sure I didn't miss anybody. Of course, uh, you know, but the thing is, I'm actually, uh, Curly Dog, uh, Bradley Jr. Because dad is Curly Bones, uh, <laughs> Curly, I'm sorry, Curly Dog Bradley Sr. Um, and, uh, Did you get Bobber? uh, no, I was, I was scrolling down. Um, so you, My you, Bobber is either BHR or well, RHR. Well, I was going to do, do yours. You don't have a middle name. Oh, I don't have a middle name. Okay. So you so said I'm either RK or my full first name is Lorraine. Yeah. Um, well you, you can be, um, I could be Lorraine Koch. There's three names right there. <laughs> well, actually, if you went with LK, it would be a uh, pretty boy. <laughs> or, 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 or pretty Smith. If we went to I like pretty boy, and then RK is um, uh, skinny boy or skinny Smith. So See, there you go. That um, would be ironic. Yeah. Well. Um, well. No. I, no, I thought you meant the the pretty boy thing. Um, you're not a boy. You're you're pretty though. I'm sorry, Bobber. Don't mind if people think I'm a boy. Okay. Um. Anyway. Um. Okay. So let me see. Um. We got uh, Bobber. So uh, okay. So B H R for you, Bobber, would be um. Let me see. Where is it? Uh, Buddy. See, that's starting off good right there with Buddy. Uh. <laughs> Buddy hips. 
Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Hips Jefferson or Skinny Hips Jefferson. Um, <laughs> there you go. And uh, we Sorry, got I, I, my, my okay. internet cut out just as you were saying them. Oh, Buddy Hips Did Jefferson. Oh, yeah, likely story. Buddy <laughs> Hips Jefferson or Skinny Hips Jefferson. Um, Skinny Hips Jefferson. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Uh, Adam, Adam he- Hebert, ADH. I didn't make the chart, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, this, uh, uh, Fat Legs Rivers. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, and then uh, Tim Cormel, TPB. Um, <laughs> uh, TPB. Let me see. Um, where's the P? There's uh <laughs> Big Back McGee. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, living in Long Island. SMN. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Blind. Blind Gumbo. Uh, Blind Gumbo Tompkins. Blind Gumbo Tompkins. There you go. That's delightful. And uh, let me see. Uh, oh, Peter in San Francisco says, or PSF. We could do that. Uh, so Peter in San Francisco, PSF would be, um, uh, that would be sleepy, sleepy, <laughs> sleepy bad boy brown. <laughs> <laughs> sleepy bad boy when awake. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let me see. So. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Uh, PWB, tro- uh, Trojan Rabbit. We got uh, Sleepy once again. Sleepy, Sleepy Sugar McGee. <laughs> there he is. And Joe, what 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 do you got for yours? What's your uh, what are your initials? Uh, let's see, JJS. JJS. Uh, you got uh, <laughs> uh, Bony Fingers Davis. Bonnie. <laughs> nice. Nice. And just so n- nobody thinks I made this up, I'm now going to share the picture of this in the chat room. So uh, you can share that with your friends. And uh, I can find the doggone thing here. Um, oh, oh, that's right. I was reading it from uh, the website. I got to download it here. But yeah, so there it is. Uh, Sleepy Sugar McGee. That's right, Trojan Rabbit. Um and uh but yes that was uh that was shared by david coverdale from white snake god bless you sir <laughs> um and uh yeah he I, is on his own uh, yeah like a hobo he was Holster. born to walk alone did you know the original lyric it wasn't uh, like a drifter i was born to walk alone in uh here i go again because it was a remake it was a re-recording of an older song that they did in the early 80s um and um uh, the original line uh, was like a hobo. I was born to walk alone, oh. but Coverdale went on record saying he was worried people might think he was saying homo, um, oh. and so he he changed it. Okay. I don't think he was worried about people thinking you know he was saying it. He just didn't want it to be like you know because it w- apparently using that term in England wasn't as big, but in the United States, when he came over, pe- you know, the record companies like, well, it sounds like you're saying you're a homo, you know? Oh, so 
Anyway, there's that. Just, I hope yes, I... every homo would do a video with a girl who lets her boobie slip out. <laughs> oh, oh, let's uh, let's see what Donald Donald Trump's uh, blues name is. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> um, uh, Old Fingers Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Everybody had some great names, but I think that's the best. Yeah, yeah old, old fingers. Old fingers, Franklin. I wish it was baby fingers. Oh my god! Uh, so or shit fingers. I don't shit fingers would be. Yeah. Or ba- yeah. baby baby fingers, Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go, Bobber or Rimshot. Uh, so. Uh, Baron. So I'll take I'll take one or one one or two more uh only one or two real quick calls if anybody wants to call in the number is 3305361466 if you want me to make a couple more blues names for anybody we can do that um but I think I got everybody in the chat um yeah so uh and, and yes um I I'm happy to be uh curly um, curly dog, uh, Bradley Jr. So, see, Dad, if you would have named me something different, we could have had two different blues names. Huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, doll hands groper says Peter in San Francisco. <laughs> do, we, do we know Ivanka Trump's Trump's middle name? Um, I'm sure we could find out. Get get on the go go do a Google church and uh, you know and and find go out. Go do a Google church. And uh, yeah, so Francie, uh, or should I say, what 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 was it? Uh... Hollering Gumbo <laughs> yeah. Jefferson. Hollering yeah. Gumbo Jefferson. Woo-hoo! If your if your if your gumbo hollers for more than three hours, please consult a physician. <laughs> yeah, hey, and if I use my maiden name, I'd be Hollering Gumbo Jones. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, hey, I got a birthday banner. Okay. My lovely mother-in-law, Antoinette, will be 93 years young tomorrow. Excellent. And Sticky, and my Sticky Kitty that my husband found stuck behind the cabinet at the bus garage will be five tomorrow. Yay! Birthdays for mamas and kitties. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! 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 Your hey. birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Hey! 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 Thank you. Hey. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! All right, there we go. Um, Woohoo! <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh. Okay. I've, got, I've got some news for you. I've got some news for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Ivanka, first off, her middle name is Marie. And oh. second off, her birth name is Ivana. That's too oh. weird. Ivana oh. Marie Trump. My sister's middle name is she Marie. Can't, she can't even get her... They can't even tell the truth about her name. She's happy, gu- she's happy Gumbo Franklin. Oh, my God. Is she really? Yeah, that's her name. So, so what, is she, she's Ivana Jr.? Yes. Mm. That is weird. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to break Strange. the vibe of the show. That's all right. No, I'm I hey, it's okay. I'm a junior church. too. I'm a junior too until I got married. You know, I'm Francis Junior. So, but you, you didn't can just call me Junior Jones. But you didn't change your you didn't change your name to Franca. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Oh, maybe I will <laughs> now that I think about it. Instead of Francie, Frankie, I'll yeah. be Frankie. There you go. Frankie, so. or Frankie, like the, net, like the Netflix show. Francis, Frankis, Frankis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love it. Call me Frankis from now on. There you go, Frankis. What uh. the hell? <laughs> uh, what the hell? That's uh. so stupid. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you're you're calling for the the what the what the hell? Yeah, there. So yes. I forgot what my drop studio. I was too busy giving names yes. to people uh, that I forgot I, I was know, supposed and to. It's, and it's too much, Kenny. It's too much. I have my finger on the button that time. Ooh, it's yeah. stupid. No. Yes, it is, it is stupid. No, it's stupid. <laughs> you know, but you know, my favorite, my favorite child crying nowadays is this one. Though. He was doing good, and that what makes it so bad. <laughs> Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. If he'd have been a piece of How crap from the beginning, he? it would be so bad. Really? He's a couple of years yeah. younger than me. He's, he's he like looks 40. like he's my age. Sorry to he's say. Like he doesn't look good. He's like 44. Well, that... Uh, <laughs> he looks like you, crap. Well, you need to look at his before and after pictures, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Thank you. There was, no. a, there was a thing on, on Twitter. They had... I don't know if it was photoshopped or what, but they had his head on a fat guy doing a belly like a walrus thing on <laughs> into a pool. It was the funniest nice. thing I ever saw. Nice. <laughs> I, I think it was photoshopped, but it yeah. was hilarious. He he's a he's a piece of work. He's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that too. That too. He's he's yeah. He's made of. You he know, was doing good, wild. and that what makes it so he's bad. Good. <laughs> so sounds like, like seeing a grown man whine. Sounds like somebody uh, needs to chill at chillax for four twenty. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, congratulations, Bobber, on your wins. It is a great time to be a beer drinker. Oh, there you go. my lord. There's so many beers and not enough time. Well, <laughs> Francie, Francie, on that note, we got to cut you loose, but uh, thank you so much for I calling. I know. Cheers, everybody. Have a nice weekend. And All right. See you in the funny papers. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, uh, all right, there we go. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead. I hope everybody enjoyed that exercise and fun with the blues names. I think everybody's pretty happy with theirs. Um, and <laughs> hollering gumbo. <laughs> uh, what was it? What was Francie's last name? Hollering gumbo, uh, Jefferson. Yeah, there we go. So anyway, uh, yes, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, uh, we'll get into a little bit of unpleasantry, but it's, it's more schadenfreude. So don't worry. There'll be some stuff that'll make you a little angry, but some stuff that will make you say, Hey, that ain't so bad. So let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more with me, Bobber Joe, and Rain right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 
Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Stop spreading lie and false and news. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, uh, I, I want to say something real quick. Um... Uh, something I learned about the other day and I forgot to mention on the program. Um, one of my big radio inspirations um, uh, passed away recently. At the age of 72, Art Bell from Pahrump, Nevada, who did Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell, the late night. Um, and and I, I say this, it, it, you know, and it's like I, I miss him and, you know, I've missed him for a long time since he, he retired and George Norrie was terrible uh, who replaced him. Um, on Coast to Coast AM. But um, Art Bell's show was so wildly entertaining. I used to listen to this stuff in the wee hours at night, um, you know, and, and he would talk about Bigfoot and UFOs and all this crazy shit. Um, but I, I want to say one thing about Art Bell is that it's not good. I'm sure he didn't know what was going to happen after this, but Art Bell basically gave a huge platform to Alex Jones back in the day. He used to have him as a guest, yeah. and they'd talk about Bohemian Grove and all that stuff. That's how Alex Jones got his big break. I want undercover Bohemian Grove, Satanist, you know, whatever. And uh, and Art Bell gave him his start. And and I want to say that as as much as I loved what Art Bell did uh, back in the day, and I listened to it for sheer entertainment value. Um, and you know, it, it, his presentation was so. He was the only guy who could do like pregnant pauses that made you like put you on the edge of your seat, you know. He he was really almost a storyteller, you know. Um but uh I think what he did he there was the unintended consequences of his conspiracy theory talk show. It gave rise to what we're in right now with Alex Jones and you know and and people migrated over to that and they truly believe this stuff. And that's kind of where we are in this conversation it's probably best i mention it now i don't want to sully the the memory of art bell because you know he got out when he knew when the getting was good um he had a great run and uh you know but in in i i hope he uh got whisked up uh, into a ufo or something or is hanging out with bigfoot in the afterlife um heaven's chimney 
Yeah, Heaven's Chimney. And that's actually where we're going to go momentarily. Um, <clears throat> uh, but, you know, I, I, I think, again, the unintended consequences of what Art Bell did, uh, not good for where we are. Uh, because, uh, you know, he never presented himself as a, a news guy. Um, not even an opinion guy. He really never even got into politics that much. Um, I was just going to ask you that, Ken. He he wasn't a political guy, was he? No, no. I mean, very rarely. I think he talked about Bush a few times, but he retired in like 2003. You know, yeah. so um, he would come back and do like the Sunday night show uh, for a while until Ian Punnett took over. Um, but yeah, so, so it's sad that he's passed. But again... Uh, I think what he did kind of set us up for where we are now, unfortunately. And again, gave a platform to Alex Jones, who's now become a monster. Um, so anyway, uh, but of course, welcome back to the show. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. See any Bigfoots out there? Joe, did we lose Joe? Joe here? Joe? He's here. I think he's muted. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There I was... you go. I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I was looking at Bigfoot outside. <laughs> Siri thinks I'm talking to her right now. Shut up, Siri. Jeez. She's like, I don't understand. I'll search the internet for mute. No. Ask, ask Siri if she knows Bigfoot. Uh, okay, if you want me to, I can, I can do that. Siri, do you know Bigfoot? I don't have an answer for that. Hmm. <laughs> Wise ass. The truth is out there. Um. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back, Joe. And, of course, uh, Bobber uh, from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., award-winning Braumeister. <laughs> the Braumeister. <laughs> I just love saying that. <laughs> any, any excuse to roll an R. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, Rain uh, from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., as well. Hello. So, um, yes, rest in peace, Art Bell. Yeah, I, I, I think that you're right. I think you're really right about that because I I remember listening to Art Bell when I was in college. I had, mm -hmm. you know, guy friends. We'd listen to Larry King and then Art Bell. Oh, man. NBC Radio. I know. I love that shit. So uh, right? Larry had a great I, radio show. Larry had a great radio show. I loved his radio show. I really did. And and but the thing is, and that's why I asked you because I don't remember Art Bell going into politics. And no. somehow people like Alex Jones and others. Mm -hmm. I mean, Alex Jones isn't alone. No. They took they took conspiracy theory into politics, and and Republicans. I don't. It seems like they didn't push back enough, and now it's all one kind of big, bad mush of sure. foulness. And, and see, you know, just the stuff we played from, you know, Anderson Cooper in, in the smear, you know, the, the Whitey Bulger bullshit. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I mean, I'm not just blaming conspiracy theorists on the state of the Republican Party no. and on the entire body of politic today. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that that's a part of it and yeah i i'm glad that you called um art bell to the carpet but, but he was that, already wasn't, dead. that wasn't his intent i'm sorry bob joe i, I said but he was already dead so <laughs> <laughs> well and the thing was it, it, smart he's kind of been out of my mind for so long because he, he retired yeah. so long ago and then when i saw he died i was like oh shit 
and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, he used to have Alex Jones on his show all the time. And I yeah. actually remember around that time, there was a local AM station. I think they played Alex Jones' radio show like in the mornings or afternoon or something like that. And I started listening, and they were kind of talking about the same stuff as Art Bell. But then they started going bonkers and like acting like they were some kind of creepy Christian warriors. And yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." I'm turning this off because they were taking themselves way too seriously. Um, but anyway, so but that logically brings us now to this, folks. I am a Christian because of one thing: because life is precious, and God and the Bible. Science. Who cares about science? I'm a God warrior! Could you imagine kissing some man? Walk you not the path of Sodom. Bible thumpers. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. God, what happened here? Tonight's the night. We're finally going to go up heaven's chimney. You can trust everything uh, that is in this book. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. All right. So, yeah. Crazy fundies. This is not to smear all Christians and not our good brothers and sisters who use their faith to embedder themselves in the world around them. This is about the people who would pick and choose and use their faith uh, as shallow as it is as a cudgel against others to put them down and raise themselves up just so they can be high and mighty. And I want to start off with a Fox and Friends segment with Ainsley Earnhardt, that genius. The one, uh, what, what did we have from her the other day? Oh, well, you know, Hannity never said, uh, no, though, Cohen never said Hannity was his client, except he did like 20 times in ugh, weirdness. But anyway, Ainsley Earhart had um, David Brody and Jenna Browder from CBN, Pat Robertson's network, um, talking about an evangelical conference that took place recently and it looks like there's trouble in trump paradise everybody president trump's faith advisory council speaking out following an invite only meeting at wheaton college involving roughly 50 faith leaders reports say the meeting was very anti-trump and discussed the future of the evangelical movement in light of the trump presidency here with insight co-hosts of the christian broadcast networks faith nation jenna browder and david brody good morning thanks for joining us Good morning. Great to be with you. Good morning, Thank Ainsley. you. Well, Jenna, we'll start with you. Tell us the story here. What happened? Right. Well, this was supposed to be a meeting, Ainsley, about evangelism and about faith. But from what we understand, it really turned quickly into a Trump bashing. Sources close to the meeting, uh, with knowledge of it, saying that, uh, you know, they, they really didn't realize, some of these people, what they were getting into. And in fact, a few people actually walked out of the meeting. That's right. And Ainsley, I will say that it was one-sided venting here is what happened. This is a two-day conference. The first side became basically this free-for-all, uh, this anti Donald Trump free-for-all. I got so many folks ticked off, as Jenna was saying, people walked out. And so and I think that that's important to understand that after day one, they left, and then day two continued on, but they were gone. So uh, that's kind of interesting, huh? That, that evangelicals might think that Trump's a bad person. That seems like what it should be, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and what's interesting to me is, well, well, we'll we'll get to it later in the clip, but um, uh, because there's there's more, not much more, but a little bit more. But what I find is, you know, 
I think there are a lot of evangelicals out there who are looking at their flock and the flock are saying, <laughs> really? We're, you know, we're porn again Christians now? They're saying, what the flock? Yeah, what the <laughs> flock? Waka flocka. Get the flock out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought we had golden halos, not golden showers. Yeah. Wait, oh. Here's. The- <laughs> uh, I'll give you. Oh, oh, wait. Damn it. That wasn't it. I'll give you a rim shot. Oh. I think you give them both on that one. But didn't didn't we just see a poll that said that support for Trump regarding evangelicals is at an all time high, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, hold yep. on, so- hold on to that thought because there, well, we got some other information about polls coming up. But yeah, there, the, but yeah, there there was a poll, uh, but it's I don't think it's at an all time high. Um, but it Here's could be a song. different poll. Yeah, Rain, could Rain be is right. Poll. It was it was a. Uh, uh, there was a poll that said evangelicals uh, support is at an all-time high. We hit seventy-five percent. Hmm. What? Yes. 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 I'm looking for the poll right now. Um. Yes, poll. White evangelical. Yeah, yeah evangelical. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's get rid of okay, that. Okay. White Ooh, evangelical support for Trump is at an all-time high. This is in Vox. Okay. I'll give you the link. Uh, Public uh, Religions Research Institute in March found that a full 75% of white evangelicals surveyed had positive opinions of Donald Trump and eat Vegemite sandwiches. No, that's not true. <laughs> now you're that just last part's that up, not Joe. true. Well, there, there's, some, there's some other polls. There's some other polls that that are talked about in some of these different clips here, but. Um, let's get to the, to the next one from this though, because listen to how the, the, you know, again, what's amazing to me is that Fox news is even covering this story that there's dissent, there's dissent in the ranks, you know, and, you know, and of course, uh, I Trojan rabbit brought it up, uh, let them fight. Couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of jerks. Uh, but yeah, so so here's the second part, Ainsley Earhart with uh, David Brody and Jenna Browder from CBN. If you look at the polls, uh, evangelicals voted for him, voted for President Trump at a record level. And the latest uh, Pew poll research shows that his approval rating among evangelicals is 78%. He won with 81%. So he hasn't mm-hmm. lost a lot of the evangelicals. What do you think, David, his greatest legacy is? Is it the conservative judicial appointments that he's made? Well, I think that's huge. Uh, and remember, if we go back to the campaign, 20 or so, that he actually said he would actually point uh, from that list, Supreme Court nominations or Supreme Court nominees from that list. So that's going to be a huge part of his legacy. I will say the other part has got to be Israel. I mean, look, uh, he has talked about it, and it's true. President after president talked about Jerusalem being the capital of Israel, but never moved the embassy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here along comes Donald Trump and actually does it. And that's what evangelicals love about him, that he, he actually says, uh, he does what he says yeah promises made promises kept (laughs) tell that to wife number two not wife number two and wife number three promises made promises kept my ass you freaks (laughs) you fucking pathetic liars yeah promises made promises kept didn't you like that she was like ready in there it's like that was scripted yes promises made top five points to make you know before the end of the end of the (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> oh, jeez. Make, sure make sure you throw this in there. 
That's oh, what yeah. Starring Daniels told that. him. Promises mm-hmm. made, promises kept. Yeah. Uh, totally gonna bone you, raw dog style. Promises oh made, promises Double. kept. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Raw dog. Raw dog. Raw dog. Donnie Raw Dog Trump. So. You can use a condom, Joe. Raw dog. I know. I know. You oh. don't have to give me the picture. Oh, raw dog. God. <laughs> Jenny gave me the picture. I'm just passing it on. All right. You're right. You're right. I think dog might be a little know. generous. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Let us Rod, take a moment to Rod flush Dink. this out of our minds. Uh, <laughs> Get the tidy bowl. Uh, some ear wash. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. All right. Well, I got our Mad Libs done. That's good. Um, and uh, <laughs> Raw Dog. Penny! <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, oh. all right. So, uh, all right, here's the last one from uh, Ainsley Earnhardt talking to these two uh, dick bags from CBN. So were these just establishment pastors? Were they part of the establishment or, or never, never Trumpers? Yeah, from what we understand, a lot of them were more uh, moderate in their uh, beliefs oh. when it relates to uh, public policy. And, and they do lean Anyone a famous that we would have known about that's, that went to that meeting? Well, there were, co- you know, for, you know, Tim Keller, obviously in New York, a big mega pastor. Yeah, now he hasn't church. typically, yeah, he hasn't mm-hmm. typically been involved in politics. So, you know, it's hard to kind of classify all of them a certain way. I, I will just say this: that you know, you've got the Washington Post and some other outlets talking about this big evangelical meeting. Look, the truth of the matter is, this is a meeting with a bunch of evangelicals okay. that really have no say within the Trump administration. And so, and the fact that you had no uh, Trump advisory group members there, I mean, I think that speaks right, volumes. Real quickly, what? Raw dog. (laughs) That's so disgusting. (laughs) I know. You know what? When you say that, it reminds me of uh, Family Guy. Roadhouse. Raw dog. Here's the thing. I have to... When you say raw dog, and then I have to think of Trump having sex, and then then I have to think that his, his... Little Cheeto penis is erect. Oh Oh, no. no. Wait, and you're mad at me for saying raw dog? I am not done. Oh. (laughs) If you say his ass was going up and down, I'm leaving. Y'all, I gotta finish. Okay. Then his little Cheeto penis went from an inch to two and a quarter. <laughs> Thank you, Rain. Thank you. <laughs> and then I realized he had to go raw dog because there's no condom small enough. <laughs> we have we have some delightful parting gifts for you. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> saran wrap. You could use you saran say, wrap. Did you say penis? Don't say penis in this house. I don't know. So. But yeah, thank you for that, Rain. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. That's what Stormy tip top. How <laughs> <laughs> did you get this out? So, yeah, so. He didn't have a choice. There are no condoms that small. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> sorry to everybody who's listening. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, well, well, of course, you know, so I love this. There, there's dissent. There's like, you know, but were they never Trumpers? Well, they were people who were more moderate and <laughs> about oh my what? God. Moderate. Ew. Oh my God. Moderate. <laughs> Filthy moderate tards. Mod tards. <laughs> they were just normal people who realized that he is a lunatic. It's yeah. the radical moderate wing. Well, yeah, they're, the they're probably moderate center, and they're yeah, probably getting sick of uh, you know of having to explain this shit, you know. To but you know because again, um, what 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 uh, you know? We do we keep being reminded of this is once again just reminding people of the concepts of Trump. Hookers and Russia. Yes. And raw yes. dog. Kenny. <laughs> so um, I want to get to this. Uh, this uh, we never played this on the show, and I couldn't track down the original. But Aaron Burnett had uh, Tony Perkins on uh, her show a few weeks ago, and uh, remember the whole Mulligan thing. Well, uh, you know, and again, I, I'm just playing this to illustrate how phony these people are. The people, oh, are they just never Trumpers? No, no, no. No, you're the Trump cult. And you know what's funny is, it, it, this blows me away every time. I will go to the place where I should never go. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And I will call someone a Trump cultist and then say, you know, they're lying about something or, or whatever. And then they'll just argue with me about me saying that they're lying or they're dumb. They'll never argue about being a Trump cultist. I in for the for two in two over two years, I haven't had one single fucking person argue and say, "How dare you call me a Trump cultist? I'm a fine Christian individual." Or you know, it's never that. It, no, they're just like, "No, oh, okay, yeah, Trump cultist, sure." I'll take that fair, fair call, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're fine with it. It's insane. But yeah, so Aaron Burnett had Tony Perkins on, uh, after, you know, all the Stormy Daniel stuff came out. And I think this was, uh, this is earlier this year, obviously. Um, and, um, and yeah, here you go. You used the exact word mulligan to talk about this. And obviously the most recent allegations involve an affair with a porn star, uh, that began a few months after his wife gave birth, uh, the president's wife, and they also involved the president's personal attorney reportedly paying off the porn star for her silence. And you're saying you get a mulligan, you get a do-over here. I'm quoting you. Why? Well, if this uh, behavior were occurring today, right now, as he is president of the United States, I can assure you that su my support and the support of evangelicals uh, would be dissipating very rapidly. But we're talking about something that occurred 10 years ago. Among uh, a number of things that occurred with this president prior uh -huh. to being president, and myself, along with a lot of evangelicals, were not supportive of him in the primary. In fact, I campaigned hard for one of his competitors. Yep. And it was when it was down to him and Hillary Clinton, he wanted to have the support 
support of evangelicals and he came to them saying I'm going to pro, pro, pro-life justices I'm, I'm picking a pro-life conservative running mate and he embraced himself in the most conservative party platform uh, ever and yes evangelicals conservatives gave him a mulligan they let him have a do-over they said we'll uh, we'll start afresh with you and we'll give you a second chance and there there are people evangelicals understand what a second chance means and that's what that comment was made in the context of oh and ted cruz after hearing that of course said uh, why am i persecuted yeah because uh <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, evangelicals understand—they understand a do-over. They understand a second chance. Oh, oh, okay. It's so, not- did you give one to Bill Clinton? You dirty fuckers! It's all about forgiveness. You just have to want it. You just have to have an R because uh, there's no D in forgiveness, but there is an R. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, there's no D in raw dog either. Oh, there is a D in raw dog, and there's an R. Takes an R and a D to raw dog. Okay. (laughs) Spelling is difficult. Raw dog. (laughs) Raw dog on Spike TV. You know what? This is interesting. And and last Tuesday, I talked about um, how Bob's sister and his brother in law was here. And I didn't get a chance to go into this conversation with them. Which is probably good, right, Bob? Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> you rocking out over there? It, yeah, what's what's <laughs> happening? That was me. Oh. That was Joe. What's Joe? Joe? Was that me? I don't know. I don't know. They must have been an autoplay on somebody's thing. Who cares? Must be so, something on my anyway. internet. Intertubes. But you know, the thing is, I don't get the feeling that, um, and I don't know. I don't think that uh, Bob's sister and brother-in-law are evangelicals they're southern baptists am i right bob yeah there's there's a that's a pretty fine line <laughs> it is it is a very fine line you're right yes it is a fine line i did i don't know if i got the feeling that they were trump supporters or not i don't the, know i mean the thing with the evangelicals is they they're really just out there trying to promote their religion i think my my, my sister and, and brother-in-law are more you know the the they're a little more quiet about it, you know. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're they 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 practice their religion, but they're not um, overly pushy about it. They're yeah. like uh, Lay's sour cream and onion potato chips. They're gentle, <laughs> gentle lovers, gentle lovers, gentle lovers, all one and yeah. all. Um, <laughs> wait, why the fuck is this clip? Oh man, this is pissing me off. I had a clip here, and for some reason, it doesn't seem to want to work. Uh, it says it's zero seconds long. That's nonsense. Um, uh, I'm gonna try and find this video real quick. Um, zero I- seconds long. <clears throat> That's like Trump's penis before it's around. See now, don't say penis in this house. You did it again, oh. Raw Dog. Why is she attacking Raw Dog like that? <laughs> i'm not sure what cat asked one of us to apologize for but she said you better apologize for that uh, i don't know what it was about but it, it was either you or me i'm not sure so no it's not joe or bob no uh, nothing i said so, <laughs> well except for the fact that you said raw dog that is disgusting donald trump had sex with stormy daniels without using a condom that is so That's, disgusting. It's so. I think it's more disgusting for her than it is for him. Yeah, oh, most certainly. Oh my god! 
So here we go. This is um, <clears throat> this is an interesting thing. This is from March twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. This is from the Washington Post, uh, the Fix, uh, and this is um, Eugene Scott. And um, what is going on? Shut up, Norton. Go away, Norton. Um, and uh, I just opened my browser, so everything. But yeah, so I, I'm. It's going to be a little quiet, but I want to play this uh, this video so everybody can. Here, uh, Trump is losing support from evangelical women. They believe Stormy more than they believe him. Recent polling from CNN shows that white evangelicals, which is the voting bloc that has been most consistently supportive of President Trump, is now more likely to believe the women accusing him of being unfaithful uh, than they are to believe the president himself. The president watches 60 Minutes. If he's watching tonight, what would you say to him? He knows I'm telling the truth. About four in 10 believe Stormy Daniels. They believe Karen McDougal and perhaps some of the other women who've come forward with allegations against the president. Only about 36% believe uh, the president, but about 24 are unsure, 24%. And so. All right. So I'm going to pause it there because it's very quiet, but you get the, you get the gist of it. So a lot of white evangelical women are saying we believe Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah, they believe Stormy Daniels. You know why? Because a lot of white evangelical women probably had affairs. Raw dog. Raw dog. <laughs> Raw dog. <laughs> That's actually that. That was meant to be. Who was down south? Was down south to be corn dog. You know, um, my blues name is down actually south, Raw, hey, do- Raw hey. dog. Raw uh, dog Baron. We're going to talk about down south and corn dogs. Let's talk about Michelle Bachman. Uh, okay, maybe. So we're That's running. Up north. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're running a little bit long here. Um, and um, hmm. <laughs> I, I, That's no. what Stormy said. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she said. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't think she did. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That's what she was wishing. She said, "Is that I all there we- is? Is that all <laughs> there is, my friend?" Seriously, when you guys watch that 60 Minutes interview and she said, okay, here I go, I got to do this. Mm -hmm. Don't you get the feeling she was like, let's get this over with? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and then when... uh, when your penis out one and a quarter inches. Don't say penis in this house! And then, of course, uh, once once they were done, she was like... Stop, don't, come back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think she described his... His penis is uh See stop like Don't dead say penis slug. in this house He she described it as a dead slug in a saucer of beer. <laughs> God. Oh, damn it. Oh my god. Uh, wow. We need to clean this place up. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, without the antenna. Without oh. the antenna. Or maybe it had an antenna. Maybe it was just maybe the antenna. Antenna. <laughs> oh, he's got those ticklers. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right, uh, all right. I'm gonna we're gonna go to the break, and I'm gonna try and play the better. the other story we have of an evangelical Trump cultist who's been caught in a crime. Uh, shocker! I know you guys are like, oh, really? No, no. impossible. Say it is the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, so we have another uh, song sent to us from Jeff Farius the other day. This is from Shadowbox. Uh, this is uh, No Reply. And we'll be right back with uh, the final segment and some Mad Libs. 
with some that uh, we filled out with some help from our chatters. We'll be right back right after this. Hey. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This happened once before. I came to your door. No reply. They said it was a Jew that I saw you peep through your window. I saw the light. I saw the light. And I know that you saw me, cause I looked up to see your face. I tried to telephone, they said you were not home. That's a lie Cause I know where you've been I saw you come in Your door I nearly died I nearly died Cause you were hand in hand With another man In my place if I were you, I'd realize that I loved you more than any other guy. And I forgive the lies that I heard before when you gave me no I tried to telephone, they said you were not home, that's a lie, cause I know where you've been, I saw you come in, your door, I nearly died, I nearly died, cause you were hand in hand with another man. My place, no reply, no reply. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from the Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And, uh, of course, I did not realize that that was a cover of a Beatles song when I played uh, No Reply. I should have known, but I'm not the hugest Beatles fan. But once I heard it, I was like, oh, I probably won't be able to play that on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Because I I know that uh, uh, when you play songs like that, um, you know, I'm not going to be worried about it this one time. Uh, But uh, a a song that actually has copyrighted lyrics, I think, needs to go through ASCAP BMI. So we'll go for the original stuff next time from Jeff Ferris and his wife. Uh, But anyway, welcome back uh, to the program, everybody. Uh, We're still... uh, Talking about uh, crazy fundies. Don't mess around with God's America. It's a thing that don't exist, y'all. Um, because we're a secular society. We all know that. But um, have you ever heard of the name Acton Bowen? Yeah, the guy's name is Acton. Like action without the I. Acton. Acton Or Bowen. like... Achtung! Uh, act, yes, uh, attention. Uh, so, uh, Acton Bowen, uh, a Trump cultist, um, evangelical. Uh, he uh, he got in a little bit of trouble earlier this year. This is a WTVM, I think from Alabama. Uh, 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 Aaron uh, Kelly reporting. Here you go. Hoover police say their special victims unit first started looking into this three weeks ago. And today they arrested the founder of Acton Bowen Outreach Ministries, Paul Edward Acton Bowen. According to his Paul website, Edward. Bowen is a speaker and best-selling author who led a student Bible study in Gadsden and has a live platform for more than 350,000 people a year. Police say the victim in this case is an underaged family acquaintance and he is doing well. They say Bowen is from Southside but was taken into custody in Pelham. Back in 2007, Bowen talked to WVTM 13 when he was student pastor of a Gadsden church. I see God raising up leaders. Um, there is a, a remnant of students that God is really, they're really allowing God to get a hold of their heart. Bowen's website includes a section listing friends of his ministry. One of those is Republican candidate for governor Scott Dawson. We reached out to Dawson tonight who sent us a statement saying he's heartbroken and praying for everyone involved. He says he was surprised to learn Bowen listed him on the website as an advisor and friend, but he says this isn't about him. It's about the lives that will be impacted for a long time. He says he and his wife ran into Bowen a few months ago at an event in Etowah County. He says they briefly discussed Dawson's candidacy. Since then, Dawson says Bowen texted him asking for some campaign signs, but they didn't have a meaningful conversation. He says he's praying for everyone impacted and calls it a sad situation. Bowen's charges include sodomy and second-degree sexual abuse with a bond over $90,000. So there you go. Uh, And of course, in a state with sodomy laws, it can't just be, you know, child rape. You got to say it's sodomy. Sodomy. Um... So, so yeah, this guy, uh, uh, I, I did a, a goo goo church for this, uh, freak and, uh, there was a, he got a, a personalized autograph picture of Donald Trump for him. Uh, I got that out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is a, so another evangelical pedophile, uh, you know, 
these freaks keep popping up. I've seen so many stories of white evangelical men turning out to be kitty fuckers, um, wife beaters, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, domestic abusers, uh, you know, and I, there's actually another conservative pastor I saw last year. Um, he slaughtered his family. He killed his entire family. You know, so if you want to know why people like Acton, um, Acton Bowen are, 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 yeah, are clinging, are clinging to fat Donnie's, uh, um, row dog. Um, <laughs> oh. um, I just want to say it, that when you're phonies. raw dog, that means you put a penis into a vagina. Don't say penis in this house! Without a condom. This is true. So, uh, so yeah, so this is just another, um, and, and I, I found a, oh, in, in G, I found a little bit of one of his sermons. Uh, tell me if you think he sounds creepy at all. Looking at your own life, looking into your own heart time, and saying, is there anything in my life that would stand in the way of me seeing and responding to a holy God? Raping children? Is there anything here, is there anything going on in my life that would, that would hinder me from seeing him for who he really is? Raping children? Tonight, can I just say something to you? I believe that God brought me from Birmingham, Alabama to say that he wants to do something powerful and permanent in your hearts today and tomorrow. This is not just a moment where we just come here and go through some motions. What God wants to do in your life is forever today. Yeah, what you did to those children's lives is forever. Because you damaged them, you stole from them, you raped them. So. I I just had yeah. a thought. Mm-hmm. And just bear with me on this. All right. There, there are people out there who will rape children. Um, there are people out there who will rape women. There are people out there who will do terrible things to people sexually and take sex to the point of violence and and hatred, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I just, I have a really hard time with the idea that, um, like I said, please bear with me. I just, it bothers me deeply, and I have a dog that's growling. <laughs> I thought that was my chair for a second. I was like, do I need to oil this? Do you hear him? I don't even know what this is about. It sounds like Um, he's he's chasing rabbits. Just, I don't even know what's happening. Um, (laughs) He's mad at the Trump cult. (laughs) I, I find it really sad that there are people who say that they're representatives of God. And I've said it on this show. I will always say it. I don't know if I'm an atheist or if I'm agnostic, I don't know where I stand in in this religious spectrum. God damn it! It's okay. It's cute. It's cute. It's ambient. Oh, I think Duke woke up. It it makes me sad that they're using... I I don't know. It makes me sad that they're using religion and their piety. Yeah. Is that a word? Piousness. Piety. 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 Thank you. Thank you. It just, 
it's it's problematic to me because there really are people out there who I they are really good Christians. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I I I've made it I've made it really clear that I'm a bad Christian. I'm a really bad Christian because mm. I don't know what to believe. I'm more Christ-like I, than uh, is an atheist as a lot of Christians are that I see. Yeah. You know. I see. And you know, I, I, I'm, but you know, I'm not a Christian. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to pretend. Uh, but anyway, but but real quick, the, yeah. the reason that I brought, I played this, is because this is this shows why they're so willing to give a mulligan because there's so much criminality, in deviousness, in creepiness, in predatory behavior in here. They think everything that's been said about Donald Trump and the accusations and the facts about what he's even said himself. They think that's almost like foreplay for them. It's like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> See what I do in my days off. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. They, they look at what he's doing, and it seems tame by comparison to the, 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 the secret filth that they do in their own private lives. Yeah. The abuse and, and yeah. criminality of their yes. own. So, so in, in I think that because... Yeah, come, come, come talk yeah. to me when you're raping a child. Yeah, and then but then we can talk. Yeah, you know, but how dare you don't even think about oh, you baby killers on the left. Oh yeah, you you're mad about abortion because you want to rape every child you can. Is that it? Freaks! I hate these people. But no, that's that's where where you know it's you know starts it starts from the smearing of it starts from Trump's own like obsession. With one, am I the am I really the kind of guy you could see with Russian prostitutes? You, you're the total actual guy that I envision with <laughs> Russian prostitutes. Now that you mention it, yeah, you totally, I get it. Um, and you know, and, and then it goes to okay, well, somebody who brings out this information, we got to smear them with everything I got. And who's going to believe that? Oh, well, the people who are going to go to churches that have, you know, uh, are, are, you know, have been infiltrated, you know, uh, you know, evangelical churches now almost in, in Southern Baptist almost seem to be filling the void of all the pedophilia scandals that have, uh, largely been eradicated from the Catholic church. Oh, you know, it's like it's it's, you know, it's so fucked up and creepy, you know, that how can hmm. anyway, I don't want. But yeah, so but, you know, it's the sheep. It's the sheep, Joe, from all these. It's it's how Hannity and every, you know, Corey Lewandowski, anybody in the Trump cult orbit can just go out and say anything and it becomes a fact. And they'll believe it. And and then you have people who were the flock of pedophi- pedophiles. And they probably will figure out a way to say that those kids are liars. Because they've, they've been so brainwashed by this kind of ugly backwards um, non-thinking. Joe, I'll give you the last thought on this. They're a bunch of assholes. And I'm glad I'm an atheist. Because... <laughs> You know, these people have no conscience. They have no soul. Their whole uh, their 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 whole motivation is money. 
Yeah. Really? Um, they've they've melted with the Republican Party because money is what motivates uh, their morality. They don't mm-hmm. care about abortions. They don't care about no children. They care about tax breaks. Yeah. That's what this is all about. That's what evangelical Christians are all about. Sure. Just you witness know. Franklin Franklin Graham. Oh yeah. Who who said that President Obama wasn't a Christian? Right. And he, he uh runs a church, a big money maker, mm-hmm. where he gets mm-hmm. Tax, no taxes. He he pays no taxes, right? And he's raising generations at his whatever that that cult is. University is it cult university? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wait. Oh no, I think I know the name of the university. Trump University. Go pricks. There you go. That's it. That's it. So yeah, I mean this this is all this, look, this all comes down to money. Mhm. Money, 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 money. They don't believe in God, their god is money. Yeah. And and you know, it, that's across the board. So it's like criminals who all want money and will say anything to fool the people who are susceptible to the lies. And That's right. And and that's it. That's that it's money and stupidity is what makes the right wing world go around. Mm-hmm. Look at Pat and, Robertson. He made a he made a whole career out of the three hundred club. And where did you get three hundred from? <laughs> seven hundred. Hey. Wait, I thought Sem- it was seven hundred. Yeah. Well, if he, he was only <laughs> worth three hundred, he's discounting. <laughs> Sorry, he's, discount, he's, he's discounting. Because Welcome to the three dollar <laughs> club. <laughs> he's discounting because of old age. Yeah. He's not worth seven hundred anymore. Yeah. That's his bone mass <laughs> now. Three hundred club. Yeah, the, the number the number of the show uh, correlates to his bone mass. So uh, I don't even know. Sorry, Joe. What bone mass. But, but, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what was seven hundred? Was that where did that number come from? Right. Well, it was three hundred plus three hundred plus four hundred plus seventy three hundred. I no, you know. Under, the I'm not <laughs> sure where the number came from. Um, I, I think it has something to do with the the number seven in God and the Bible and stuff. I think I you're know. right. I think it had to do with semi seven hundred bucks. No, <laughs> it had something I don't know. To buy. I don't. Yeah, it, there's so, it's something. It's some cherry picked weirdness out of the Bible for sure. So oh, well, anyway, <laughs> well. I yeah. love three hundred club. I do I'm, too. I'm going to start the three hundred club here. I'm going to start the three. <laughs> yes, actually, the three dollar three dollar club. Send me three dollars, and I'll send you yeah. a sandwich through the mail. Um, I think Soupy Sales did something like that. There you but, go. He sent soup through the mail. Um, no, so told the kids to to find pictures of George Washington in their parents' pocket and send it to them. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought. He was trying to sell soup, soupy sales. Um, soupy? So, soupy all right, sales. all right. <laughs> we got oh, to get to Mad Liz before we. So, you know what? He sold raw dog soup. Oh, see now what? That's that's good. Uh, so anyway, Mad Libs, everybody. We got We got to get to this. Uh, we got. Uh, we're almost done with them. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> 
Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. We'll go alphabetical on the show tonight. So, uh, Bobber, I need the name of a conservative. Uh, Pat Robertson. See, there you go. I would have taken wow. Raw Dog Johnson if you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joe in occupation. <laughs> Three hundred club. <laughs> Three hundred. Uh, um, uh, lawyer. Okay, there you go. Uh, we'll we'll work out. We'll work in three hundred clubs somewhere. Uh, rain, a verb ending in ing. Um, broad dogging. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Let's see, uh, rain said raw dogging. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bobber, an adverb. Um. Uh, wetly. Okay. Uh, oh my. Uh, <laughs> Joe also in adverb. Um, doggedly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I'm hey, look at this one. Number. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I get that one? Uh, well, well, we give you a mulligan and uh, like like evangelicals gave Trump. We'll just put three hundred in there if you want. All right, we'll just we'll put three hundred in there and then uh, give Rain the the next one. Uh, all right, a female conservative, Rain. Oh. Trying to come up with somebody other than goddamn Laura. Well, uh, you know, Gina Pe- Gina, Judge Janine just oh, had an I've affair. Oh, I got one. I've got one. Laura Daniels Romney. Laura Daniels the Romney. Romney. The Romney chick. I believe you. I'm just writing it down. Um, do, do I have the name right? I have. I think I, I don't know. I, I'm taking your word for it. It works. Um. <laughs> Uh, Bobber, lucky, body part, plural. (laughs) (laughs) Balls. 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 (laughs) Raw dog with your balls. Sounds like Polly Walnuts. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Uh, goodness. Joe, plural noun, sir. Um... Walnuts? <laughs> <laughs> Walnut. Walnuts. 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 <laughs> I'm going to spell that W A W. I'm going to spell W A W L N U T Z. Walnuts. Walnuts. These. Yeah. These nuts. Yeah. Um. Rain, uh, plural noun for you as well. Plural noun? Um. God. Pecans. 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 We're going to have a discussion about walnuts. All right. I put an O instead of an A, so I make sure I say pecans. 
like conservatives. Uh, and uh, Bobber, last name of a conservative. Last name of a conservative. Let's go with Sessions. <laughs> uh, I kind of read a little bit in context as I wrote it. That's funny. Uh, Joe, a conservative's last name. Thatcher. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Old school, dude. Wow. Rocking, rocking it old school. All right, since it's been so unseasonably cold. Here I go again on my own. Like a hobo, I was born. is rocking on her own. Like a hobo, I was born to rock alone or walk alone. Oh, okay. Um, Anyway, uh, since it's been unseasonably cold uh, right now, I decided to go with cool Mad Libs. Cool. Mad Libs. Um, and uh, this one is Ice Skating Champ. Here's our first one. All right. Let me get ready to restart that music here. Ice Skating Champ. Traditionally, Laura Daniels Romney is as cool as the fraud on which she skates. Last night, however, she surprised her ecstatic fans by pumping her balls in the air. <laughs> By pumping her balls in the air and jumping into her melancholic coach's walnuts when winning when winning when when her winning flarps were flashed on the maggot. <laughs> oh, that's that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be kind of slippery. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, let me see. And uh, let me see. Once again, America's five-time thesis champion has outdueled her four pecans to win her third world schism. In <laughs> in a post-game interview, her coach pops sessions. <laughs> Pop sessions justified the champ's slimy enthusiasm. Tonight, she displayed morose athleticism in performing the triple Thatcher loop and the double evangelical. I don't think she's ever been better. (laughs) The double evangelical is something that uh, Trump did with Stormy and her friend. He he did that with two Corinthians. Duke. (laughs) <laughs> Boom. Well there played. you go. Look at that. Look at that. Joe with the callbacks. He's here all night, everybody. Uh, and that all night is not much longer. Uh, also, here we go. So the second one from Cool Mad Libs. <clears throat> cool Mad Libs. Um, I haven't tried to do a Stewie voice in a while. I don't know how good that was. Snowboarding instructions. Good morning, everyone. I am Pat Robertson, your snowboarding lawyer. Oh, no. (laughs) How many times have you gone raw dogging before? (laughs) (laughs) Please, please raise your chimneys. None of none of you. you (laughs) Yes. I can't whistle tonight. There we go. Uh, so, uh, so pl- please raise your chimneys. None of you. 
Well, I must warn you that while snowboarding is envious fun, it's also dangerous dragon and is much more difficult than skiing. It's also a, a dangerous dragon and is much more difficult than skiing. This may come as a crooked surprise to you, but take a Medusa to think about it. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> when, oh, God, this is where it's going to get bad. Oh. <laughs> really? This is where it's gonna oh. be. Yeah, really. <laughs> that. This may uh. so here it is. When you <laughs> ski when you ski, your weight is wetly distributed. You have one penis on each ski. Don't say penis oh, in this Helping you oh, main no. help helping you maintain your balance. Is that called raw doggin? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the raw boggin, the raw doggin toboggan actually is the next one we're gonna. <laughs> oh my so, god! Uh, <laughs> Say that again, Ken. Raw doggin toboggan. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's my new oh band my name. God. Actually, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually your real blues name. Uh, it could be, could be. Uh, that would be uh, 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 Curly. Uh, <laughs> would be the f uh, anyway. Raw Boggin to Noggin. I can't Raw Boggin to Noggin. I can't even say to Boggin. See, uh, <laughs> Raw Boggin to Boggin. Uh, okay, so uh, let me see. Uh, so uh, let me back it up. When you ski, your weight is wetly distributed. You have one. Penis. Don't say penis in this house! On each ski, helping you maintain your balance. Snowboarding requires you to keep both of your raspberries on a narrow orc. Maintaining your <laughs> maintaining your charlatan is doggedly hard. However, I promise, if you are a bitter learner and uh, <laughs> uh, pay uh, broken attention... I will have you. Uh, I will have you executing a three hundred degree anteater, three hundred degree anteater grab with one ugly within one ugly week. All right, there you go. I kind of fucked up the end. Sorry. Raw dog and toboggan. That's the name of tonight's show. <laughs> okay. Yes. I can't wait to see the show art. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, wow. Joe, do you want to do that? So you gonna be up for a while? <laughs> So. <laughs> I, I don't have time. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know. I might just put a dog in a toboggan. We'll see. <laughs> Cheeto. Cheeto. A corn dog. A corn dog. Corn dog. Corn dog on a short stick. <laughs> Very short stick. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, all right. We got to wrap things up right now. Resistor Sisters. Come dog, Stormy Daniels. C can you believe it? What? Resistor Sisters is 13 episodes old now. Yes. For the and show I will started. Be back next yeah. week. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, and uh, Heidi in the Sues talked about Morrissey, who is uh, back in the news, which is, uh, oh, man, that guy pisses me off. He's like the worst right-winger and the worst left-winger. They, they, it's like they met at the polar opposites, and he just, like, says shit that's horrible, and nobody nobody should like him. Um, that's but, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, here, here, here's the thing, and I wasn't on the show that night. 
And I would have said it then. I'm going to say it now. It's like when you have the Uber left and the Uber right, and they keep circling, circling around. Eventually, they're all going to meet. And then the Uber left and the Uber right are going to become the Uber assholes every damn time. Yeah. It's it's funny because... I saw a bunch of Breitbart people praising him for a bunch of racist shit, he said, saying, I've never loved Morrissey more than I do now. And then I'm like, but what do you think about when he says that animals are equal to humans in that that every time there's a Happy Meal, it's 9-11 all over again, you know, (laughs) kind of shit, you know? Uh, the, yeah. that he, he never did say that, but you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of a, it's a meme, but, uh, anyway, uh, continue your thought, Rain. I'm sorry. I'm done. Well, do you, I'm do done your, except, you except do your, for the fact that Donald Trump raw dog, Stormy Daniels, raw dog, and his penis was this big. And then it went to that big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play that clip that many Don't more times. penis in this house. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to listen to my husband. Yeah, yeah. He really, if he said okay here on the show. All right. Okay. I, know, I need to shut okay, up. Okay, sweetie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in, uh, in, uh, uh, Susan, Susan and Heidi also talked about wrongful imprisonment. Uh, uh, the, uh, and I don't know the story that well, but um, it, it was about uh, four women who were falsely accused of... Um, molesting yeah, show, or, or sexually abusing children women in general yeah who have been tossed into jail for well, this, reasons yeah. that they should never have been tossed into jail yeah the second because it was segment easier was easier to imprison them than mm-hmm. to investigate the circumstances yeah. that happened behind everything that they were imprisoned for yeah so yeah definitely very good, and yeah, but the the it's very uh, front loaded, uh, front heavy with uh, Morrissey and other stuff too. Um, but yeah, so check it out tonight. Uh, coming up in five short minutes. So anything else you want to add, Rain? Before I we pass uh, the the parting shot off. No, just pass it on to Bob. All right, just don't say you penis again, okay? Don't say penis in this All house. All right, Bobber, what's your parting shot, sir? Well, I, th- I thought you know point out that um, since we were talking about beer earlier, there is a type of German beer that's uh, like like a wheat beer, except he uses Rhine. It's called a Roggen. So I was just thinking, you know, if I was rocking <laughs> a raw dog and toboggan while drinking Roggen, I wouldn't be able to get that out of my noggin. Well, well <laughs> holy God. I, I mean, that... Ju- oh, my God, Bob. I can't even... Uh, you know what? You just dreamt the impossible dream there. The impossible dream. Raw, the unbeatable dog. So... <laughs> <laughs> that that's great uh, but what's the what's the name of the beer again a Roggen? Oh, Roggen. Roggen. you need you need to make a beer called raw dog Roggen. <laughs> raw dog and Roggen. so well actually you could call it the raw dog toboggan Roggen. that it could be a winter spin on on that you know made out of hot dogs Jesus! Any anything else, Bobber? You want to add before I pass it off? I I, I don't think I can top that. So no. All right, very good, Uh, Joe. All right, parting shot. Got a couple minutes here. Well, 
Uh, two quick stories. Uh, the, the Washington Post is reporting tonight that uh, Jeff Sessions, oh, this is sad, uh, just told the White House last week that uh, if they fire Rosenstein, he's, he's going to leave. Oh, man. Ah! Oh. Oh. Ah! <laughs> yeah. So there's a threat on the table. Sessions will quit. If he fires Rosenstein. Surprise, motherfucker. It's like a, it's like a twofer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, right. That was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like raw dog and twice. Yeah. Uh, sure. It's yeah. like a box of dildos. A box of dildos. Yeah. Yeah. In a case of yeah. Rogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a box. It's like a it's like a Vegemite sandwich. Do 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 do. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, you broke this last week, Kenny, and it's it's sad. But uh, this afternoon, our our friend Allison Mack, remember? Oh, yeah. Resistor Sisters talked about this at length. Was taken off in cuffs this afternoon. Oh, it happened today. Okay, Susan will be. Well, be interested in hearing about it. it's not happy yes of course allison mack yes. chloe from smallville yes apparently she was very strange she was uh, according to court documents uh, she required slaves under her control to engage in sexual activity with some creep in upstate uh new wherever york. new york new york yeah yeah um, they were, were they were really in a weird. chase in mexico and stuff it was um, yeah, I don't remember what episode of Resistor Sisters that was, but some good back history on that uh, from uh, Re- Resistor Sisters. Um, we'll, we'll find that episode and uh, share that. Well, she's looking at 15 years to life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's not good. It's not good. She's not coming to the, the Smallville reunion. I'll tell no, you that. Well, they are. Uh, and she's not, she won't be at Comic-Con this year, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, don't look for her. This, no, this she'll be at, her she'll be at Federal Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This story involves her being in, involved with the sex cult, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, oh, shit. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to preempt uh, Resistor Sisters if we don't get running now. But uh, no, go- no, we should go. Yeah. Good show. Good check night, it out. Everybody. Good night. We'll see everybody uh, on Tuesday and check out all the other fine programs. I'll be returning to Mike Check Radio tomorrow. And don't forget to listen to uh, Southern Progressive Revival on Sunday as well. Nighty night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) He was doing good, and that's what makes it so bad. Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. If he'd have been a piece of crap from the beginning, it would be so bad.